0: Welcome to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Hello. Scott McClendon here, joining as always my good friend and co-host Paul Brown. Once again. Hello. I'm back once again to talk about Impact Wrestling a lot. has happened since we last talked about Impact, it's come Slammiversary. anniversary. can about Impact Wrestling, my newly acquired packet of tobacco, the fact I'm eating a sandwich. If you feel those last two things are important to you. You, you feel free to talk about if, what you want if, to they, if they are important to me, I assume they may be important import to some people also. That is, if they also have, happen to be having a sandwich when they listen to this. Who knows? They could be having a sandwich Any All for all, we know someone's listening to this while they're on the toilets. Very true. We may, we may also be having a roll. Maybe. And not <laughs> a sandwich. Or a... Or a baguette. Why is that important though right now? Because I'm eating a sandwich. I know you're eating a sandwich, but that's not what we're here to talk about. I know. <laughs> yes, we're here to talk about Impact And We last talked about Impact come uh, Slamversity, obviously. It was in June this year. Uh We talked about all the fall and everything we're leading into against all odds. But against all odds, feels like a decade ago at this point. It really does. Because not just that a lot has happened in Impact, but it feels like a lot has happened, you know, and just in wrestling in general. You. Know? Oh, yeah, so much has happened since then. Mhm. I mean, I don't. I don't think we even have to talk about the major thing. Everyone knows about that yeah. already. Yeah, everybody already knows about that. You know, we had SummerSlam and everything. All people were buzzing about that. Ah, oh, fuck! I was buzzing about SummerSlam, yeah. well, That was
1: great. You know, but. Well, as you say, we're here to talk about the other greatness in wrestling, which is Empire Impact Wrestling. That goddamn it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, no, it's a good time to be, you know, watching the the wrestling. Cause oh, hell yeah. you got Impact Wrestling everything, and everything, I'm becoming more, not that I wasn't a fan of WWE, but I'm getting more of an interest. I'm wondering, like, oh, well, there's this thing I need to take over, like, oh, this thing that I might need to, yeah, yeah, to watch. Right. That's I, still I still haven't watched, sorry, but I, I still haven't watched it. There's that gauntlet match from a few weeks ago where they... They give a lot quite a bit of time to the women on SmackDown when she appears. Or one or two. I haven't oh, watched yeah, that, but yeah. I've heard it was very good. There. No, it
1: was. What I so, watched what, that. Was, it was very
0: good. Last week, there a couple of really good US defenses that I've had time to check out. Yeah, yeah. My other, th- you'll,
1: you'll really need to check out when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. The one between him and Champa.
0: Yeah. Awesome match. Oh, awesome is fucking just match. not The fact that
1: he's getting some good time on the roster now, mm-hmm. and the very fact that we're talking about. The dub when we're when we're doing an impact show says what the very thing that Triple H is doing just now. He's really making the fans. And as a like your your show allegiance aside, yeah, as a wrestling fan, yeah, it's a as you say, it's a phenomenal time to be a wrestling
0: fan. Like there's new things happening in the dub. Uh. E W is still you know trying. Well, they have got a pay per view like Clash of the Cast is coming on Saturday the third. AW got people per the Sunday, mm-hmm. so if you're a fan of both shows, which you could, you can be, you know, you don't have to just pick you no know, one thing. That's a big weekend. Episode. Plus, on and the thing coming up. Yeah, on the also on the Sunday, but a different time, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Sunday, they're doing a thing called World Collide, where they're having the champ, big stars of NXT UK going up against the people of NXT US, yeah. and, then the, and then the big news came out today at the time recording that basically they're going to be kind of almost doing away with NXT UK, but they're launching NXT Europe, yeah. which is a, big th- I heard is a big thing, which could be very I think it's the case of like Triple H had this big plan of putting NXT territories across the world. Then basically when NXT too, when came on, he kind of shut as soon as he got back and went like, right, right, about this globalised NXT thing, I mean, just dust off the wee file that he's got on it. Yeah, yeah, right. Forget, forget what that old Daddy was saying. We're sorting this shit. <laughs> just looking around, make sure Vince is dying still hanging Right, about NXT... Nah, they put all this colourful graffiti piss in this 2.0, they've gone black and gold again. I'm annoyed that they even called it NXT 2.0 and kept that for so long. I had similar issues when SmackDown went live once Tuesday and for a good three years it was called SmackDown Live. Like, it's just SmackDown, call it SmackDown for God's nah, sake. I'll just like you say, call it NXT. Yes, even though it's a different NXT, you still recognise it as NXT, people are still the NXT champions. It
1: shouldn't it's be NXT 2.0. It should be NXT the shape that fucking Vince and Kevin came up with.
0: And I still maintain my thing about when they changed from the reality show format to a new format, which was the black and gold. That was technically 2.0, so it means the color version is 3.0, and whatever Triple H then turns it into now will be 4.0. Get I it.
1: think I think it will be like New Coke. You know, <laughs>
0: it'll bring it back as black and gold and call it NXT Classic. <laughs> I. Our customer, our viewers watch NXT for its wrestling, not for its color I'm sure our new NXT light like, will be just as popular. Good, interesting NXT classic. And then, Ben's <sighs> walking away. Well, that's the end of me. <laughs> <laughs> but like my point was anyway. Well, that's so the point was like it's the idea of like the timing being kind of a fan of so much going on mm. and everything. You got, and then you also got. I'm a big fan of. Of New Japan, who is just finishing their big month long, uh, G One tournament. Yeah, I, I keep um, and that's partly reason why I haven't been able to watch much else because that yeah. that takes up a lot of your time if you want to follow See, along I, with
1: it. I keep meaning to like because I'm really wanting to branch out because I'm I'm loving Impact, I'm loving mm-hmm. WWE, I'm not willing to give AEW a chance yet. <laughs> I just can't do it. It's, I, it's, I, get, I get what you're you know,
0: doing. I get what you're doing. but. I do want to check out New Japan, and I want to check out, like, IWGP. Yeah, yeah. They're doing a thing with, because uh, uh, Bushy Road is a company that owns New Japan. They're apparently, mm. apparently they produce a lot of anime over in Japan, and they, a few years ago walk, acquired the big female promotion there, Stardom. And also, they've got a US show, New Japan, called New Japan Strong. And apparently, they're doing a thing between Stardom and New Japan Strong to finally introduce an IWGP Women's Championship. Wow, cool. which is Also, New Japan announced 'Cause there was rumours they were coming to the UK in October, but they're doing a show called World Quest on the first and second of October over in London. Yeah. So again and all around the world. Whatever uh, company it is, like Bandido wrestles for? Triple A primarily. He's bought up and he used to work for Ring of Honor, but once he dropped the belt and that big unification match yeah, yeah. then it's kinda of been up in the air where he goes. But no, I like I say I I seen Bandido uh-huh. at Emergence. Mm-hmm. I one match I've seen him in. I have fucking love that guy. I think he might still be the PWG champion. He was He's won the belt there. He's won belts in AAA and, and, <laughs> and, and Ring of Honor. The guy,
1: the guy that he wrestled in that match as well, uh, Horus. He, yeah. he was really fucking awesome <laughs> too. But I mean, Bandito fucking suplexed the guy with one arm
2: yeah.
1: off the top turnbuckle. <laughs> I seen him do that and I was like, you fucking crazy awesome bitch, man. I love you.
0: <laughs> you crazy, man. So, like I said, there's a lot going on. Uh, obviously, emergence happened, and now we're fully on the road to bound for glory, mm-hmm. which had a, which had a change in its tone because it was meant to apparently October eighth and uh, somewhere in Connecticut, right? Mm-hmm. But I think October eighth is also the day that uh, WWE is planning on doing their Extreme Rules pay per view. Yeah, and so Empire said, "No, we don't want to do it the same day as WWE." So we went. They wanted they changed it to Friday the seventh but apparently the venue they wanted to do the, the show in Connecticut said, oh, sorry, the venue's not available on the 7th. <laughs> so they changed it entirely. Now they're going to hold the show. Friday the 7th in Albany, New York. Albany. Yes, which I think is good because, like, New York's uh wherever you go, New York's a prime market for wrestling and everything. And also, you know, I know they're doing their specials, like Emergence, on Fridays, but it's the first time they've done a proper pay-per-view and the first time for glory has been on a Friday. Mmm. Which is interesting. I'm if you're like me, when I, sometimes I go to my brothers when like, rest when there's like an impact show the day before the WWE. the times I went to stay with my brother we stayed up, watched the impact on the one day and wow. then stayed up the next day to watch WWE. Yeah. You can have... You no, know, like both.
1: you're totally, that's totally awesome what you're saying and I'm sorry I got distracted I just heard heavy rainfall there. Well that's Scotland, you know. No, that, that particular fact makes me happy. <laughs> you know me, I have I too, know. I have too much black and fur to... Mm-hmm. You know, I have too much black and too much fur and too much heavy things to deal with the summer weather.
0: I understand. I understand. The, the summer weather does not love me. <laughs> but your phone, mate, because you've got a message now, don't you? I do. That was my my awesome
1: boy telling me <laughs> that he's going to be in for eight like he's supposed to be. Good boy. The good boy.
0: He may get a bit soaked on his way back, but you know.
1: I think he will considering he went out wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. And a, and a, and a hoodie so mm-hmm. you know I tell him to take a jacket it's on on his own head be it. I oh, know. You know you can only tell them to do it if they don't
0: listen Then on you know. No. No. So what do you make of like this whole new format I I remember as we were talking about the 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 specials and now for this instance, a pay per view is being on a Friday. As no, I think, to a that, I think Saturday. that's a good idea
1: because I mean, on a Friday, what are most people doing on a Friday? They're getting together yeah. with their friends, you know, you're mm-hmm. having a few drinks, you're in that mood of like, end of the week, yeah, shit's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. And if you're a wrestling fan, what are you gonna want? Yeah. You're gonna want wrestling. Absolutely. And I mean, if you've got, like, even if you're a casual impact fan, mm-hmm. right? Say you're predominantly like a WWE guy yeah. or an AEW guy or girl mm-hmm. or whatever, right? And you're a casual impact fan. On a Friday, uh-huh. you can go Yeah, well, I mean, what do, what do AEW do on a Friday?
0: Uh, so-called rampage.
1: Oh, I've heard that. It's a bit, mm. Yeah, so let's just, let's yeah. put it in a positive lens. say you've got your Friday night smackdown, right? Yeah. You've got your smackdown, and then you go, well, yeah, I've got my smackdown, but I've got my impact as well. That's phenomenal, you know? But yeah, like you say, you've got your rampage, and yeah, if, if, you, can, if you can find time to put AEW in there when you've watched, you know. Yeah. The, the the main show which is SmackDown and it yeah. was soon to be main show Impact mm-hmm. you know or at least on level because uh-huh. let's be honest WWE Impact and then maybe if there's time we'll get to AEW because uh-huh. like where, where we've got where third division
0: the champion you know you have honest. Uh, this- I mean, my we brother were staying up to watch Emergence. Like, we didn't watch all of it because my eyes were fading because, obviously, it was late at night and everything. And so, yeah. I didn't end up watching. I didn't end up watching the Alex Shelley or Alex until later because, obviously, like I want to stay up I wanted to be focused. I way I appreciate this match. Yeah,
1: well, let me ask you and don't don't put spoilers in until we get to it. But just simple, quick question: Like, do you have positive thoughts on the main event? I do. I do. You do.
0: Yeah, cool. Right. cool. You know, I knew I would, given the talent involved. But I wanted to probably oh, appreciate, yeah, because like I didn't want my pain to be skewed. Like, oh, it was good, but then I was also tired. And yeah. Well, the point yeah. was, we turned it off, and my really brother switched over to BT Sport because uh, he has that. And SmackDown was also like, on, so we put it back to the start. We kind of had it on the background as we were both getting ready to go to bed and everything. Yeah, he was, tidy- yeah. he was you know, tidying up and everything, getting his dogs off to the, the bed and everything. <laughs> and so we just kind of watching, have, watching in the background and everything, as it was on. Because my brother was like, I like Impact being on a Friday, but I'm starting to get... He's getting more <laughs> into the WWE now, because under the changes, so he's making more of an effort to watch more on Smackdown. But he's like, I like Impact being on a Friday, it's convenient, but now it's also interfering with Smackdown, so I don't know what to think he says. See,
1: that's the wrong attitude, it's not interfering. You're yeah, getting...
0: but you want to watch both on the Friday. Oh, hell, you. hell
1: yeah you do, but I mean, you should you should look at it in the long term. Like Look, look at the wider picture, that means like... If you love Impact and you love your mm-hmm. WWE, you have got double wrestling that you can watch. I know. You know? You have you have a double helping of awesome in-ring action. hmm God, I could be a commentator for wrestling goddamn! them. <laughs> I hype it so much. I know. Because I love it. I know. I, I, I really do. And the fact that, like, WWE is getting, you know good and competent again is making me so happy because I grew up on that shit. I know. And the fact that Impact has been solid since I started watching again, you know, I have Impact, which is my predominant show, and this is me personally, right? Yeah. Impact is my predominant show. I fucking love Impact. My favourite team is VBD. (laughs) That's no surprise. No other mad psychos. I'm a bit of a mad psycho. Love it. He waves his hand a little. Yeah, I could say more but I won't. But you know, but you know, I fucking love Impact. I'm starting to like WWE again, which I grew up with and made me happy. So, yeah, as a wrestling fan, I'm pretty much spoiled for choice at the minute. Yeah, no, and that's what but, you want to be. Yeah, and plus with the, with emergence, I've been introduced to like wrestlers who, in turn, will introduce me to other organizations yeah. like AAA and mm-hmm. uh, Ring of Honor. And yeah, you know, I'm like you say. At the minute, you are spoiled as a wrestling fan.
0: Absolutely. There's something for everyone, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, uh, before we get in, properly into into impact, and we've already hinted at some things that we were already uh, big fans of uh, recently, but, yeah. but is there anything other than your song, which you've now finished, <laughs> that you me to talk to the people about, you know, since our last episode? Oh, well, I mean, I
1: did mention to you before we started recording, I got a nice and funky new talk.
0: You know, well, it's quite heavy on the sleeves. No, no, it's All like long it's long like long. fuzzy and feathery oh, and messy and okay, cool. Well, I didn't Feel know what it, else is cool. There. Yeah, it, it's I very fuzzy and yeah.
1: You know me and my my penchant for unique tops. Yes, sure. you yeah. know, very, very unique individual. Actually. I really am. I'm uniquely fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, I had, I I convinced my mum today as well to do a a double walk. Usually, she'll just walk down to the shops and then she'll you know taxi back but I was like no no we do not have money for such luxuries as transport today we will walk Mm -hmm. and we walked down and we walked at the back up and she felt better for it and Mm -hmm. I was like see walking is good (laughs) you know Um, I had been enjoying some Lemmy before you came up Yeah, that was cool Uh, I dyed my hair
0: today David. David. Well look at my forehead. Apologies. Oh yeah. Well, I wonder yeah. I wonder where those little black bits were. Yeah, <laughs> I dyed uh, I mean, my forehead. I, mean, I, I felt impolite to just stop and look, and look
1: like what's the deal with your face? No no I, I dyed my forehead out. I, I awoke today at half past three in the, the morning. morning. Yes. Jesus. I, I went to bed at a reasonable time and I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Went to bed around ten ish. Right out. Slept very deep, very sound.
0: Very rarely do I get that, that, yeah. that, that luxury of going right to sleep. Yeah, but woke up at half three in the morning. Mm-hmm.
1: Fucking perky as fuck. I was, you know that way sometimes you wake up middle of the evening, you're like, oh, I need to go back and sleep more. Go away, yeah. wakeness.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But no, I woke up at half three and I was like, fuck, I cannot sleep. I am wide awake. So I twas about and watched fucking Netflix for two hours. And i went, yeah, that's a reasonable time. I will go and shower now. Yeah. And then I thought, well, if I'm going to go shower, I'll dye my hair. Me being, like, I felt awake, but obviously my brain had not caught up yet. I went to dye my hair. I put the little stupid gloves on that you do. Mm-hmm. And then went to squeeze out the, the dyeing cream stuff. And I went that looks a lot whiter than usual. <laughs> and then, you know, what part of your brain, you're like, you dick, you have not mixed the fucking chemicals yet, you <laughs> dick. <laughs> so I had to gently remove the gloves, mix the tube of stuff in, sugar the stuff, and then just squeeze it onto the gloved hands and just mix in the white shit that was on the gloves. Because I put it on the glove and rubbed it in at first, and then i went like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. you'd done this wrong. And I was like, don't worry, I can remedy it. And like, I sat there for five minutes trying to remove the fucking glove from one
0: finger. Yeah, you know, I have a thing about, you know, with sleep, a couple of naughty things that I'm to deal with right now. Uh, one of, one of them is my on for suddenly waking up either an hour to an hour and a half before my alarm's made to go off uh. with the need, to, need for the toilet. And, like, because I know if I get up the chances of me properly getting back to sleep before my alarm goes off. Yeah. Highest, I may get a little bit of sleep, but that'll end up me. being more tired before. But then, uh, but then I know as I lie there, I think, oh, I can't just go back to sleep because I know in the back of my mind that I need the toilet. <laughs> and so I won't be getting to sleep because I'll be thinking about it, and then I'll need the toilet more, so I might as well just get up and go to the toilet and everything. Um, yeah, you lie there and you're like, hmm, I'm like a big toasty cinnamon <laughs> bun. <laughs>
1: Gotta take a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I better <could> get <laughs> up. And, and my other thing is, like, I've been trying to train myself again mm-hmm. because of working and everything, and sometimes where I know i have, like, a lot of things to do. Like, well, I know I can sometimes, like, okay, this thing I didn't get done to, if I can move it to, I be this one isn't time sensitive, you know, with my work. But I want to, I, I've been trying to get up earlier and earlier because, like, you know, me be working from home has got me into the thing of like, oh, I can wake up a bit later because I'll be working from home and yeah. be working from home most of the day, get stuff done in my own time as long as it gets done. But I'm trying to get up at a more, in the earlier times, i will get more done and not just work, but other things done during the day that I need to get done. So I've been trying to train myself into a proper sleeping But What I've I've ended up doing is thinking of a reasonable time I want to get up. And I set my alarm for like ten minutes before that <laughs> because I know for a fact the way my mind and body work that I'll set the alarm. The thing will go off and I will not feel the immediate urge to get up and go and try and face this day. My thing will be like, I'm Still so tired, don't wanna move and my my barely see my body move, and my body's like, No, I don't wanna move. And I just <laughs> lie there and like, get up, you idiot, get up, get up. And then the day I've taken take to lie there and tell myself to get up. I could have already got up and done something with the day.
1: See, I, I hate the whole morning slog and the morning routine. I mean, I know I am not working at the moment and such, but it's that horror. Because I always think, like, when you get into bed in the evening, you yeah. know you're settling. The bed's yeah. awesome, your horizontal is all awesome. But when you wake up the next day, it's when you wake up the next day, bed is the most comfortable place in the world. I know. It's the right kind of warm and you feel one with the bed and the quilt and you're like, if I remove myself from this I will never feel it again until the evening and it will suck and you will depress yourself with the lack of comfort
0: It would help me with this like setting a time to get up and get myself under proper sleep and if I found a decent time to actually go at my bed at night when I know I'm, work- I'm working the next day Do you have a set time, well a generalised set time that you sick to? I go to bed at least before midnight, but then there are times where, like, it's close to midnight, I went to my bed, or I've went. I get to bed after midnight because I've been doing something, like, I've been up editing something or whatever, and it's taking longer than I need to. Mm. So, more often than not, I say, myself, I'm going to go to bed this time, and then I get to that time, I'm like, well, I'm still doing stuff, and I don't know how long this is going to take.
1: Yeah, I, I had that one day where I was sitting, playing that fun ass game I like on my phone, bit life. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there, I was just bit laughing and mindedly looking up on occasion at the TV and doing my thing. And before I knew it, I checked the time, it was like fucking half one, two in the morning. I was like, fuck. And you know that, w- that way where you don't feel tired and the minute you realise what time it is, you end up feeling tired. You're like, your, bo- your body goes, ah, it is late, I must be tired now. And then you go, but, but I wasn't tired five minutes ago. until I knew what time it was.
0: I feel that sometimes when I'm waiting up to for pay per views, everything I get like back at eleven or, or like oh, I'm not that tired. You know, after got I'll probably make it through a decent more. Of the wrestling gets closer to midnight. I start yawning uncontrollably. Like, oh, I hate I need, that shit. I need some caffeine or something any day, and they keep myself awake. Man,
1: <laughs> sitting there going like that, slapping yourself, going, Wake up, damn it! Wake up.
0: You were talking about sleeping and feeling tired. I'm starting to feel fucking tired, right? Now, just you, talking about it. Do you need some Ovaltine in a
1: hot water bottle?
0: I'm not that old. Fuck off. <laughs> That's the thing. Hey, part, part of my,
1: Nothing wrong with Ovaltine in a hot water bottle. There's a small.
0: I think there's a part of me in the back of my head that is is resistant to the oh. idea of that time you wake better to get up because of work-related things because that, it's too adult for me. Like it's too. Too much, too much of a one of those, you know, boring adult tests that I get to do. You need to be like, no, I don't want to do. You it. know,
1: Scott, I totally get you on that. I find it hard to adult. 90 percent of the time, I find it horribly difficult to adult. <laughs> I'm not.
0: Like I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm six next month. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm twenty eight next month.
0: Are you fucked? Don't lie to these people. Don't start that spinning that pitch. In
1: my head, I am.
0: No, I'm fucking thirty eight next month. But like,
1: it's go- it's gonna be hard for me to take. You're gonna to have to bring booze. I brought booze today. You'll have to bring more booze when I turn thirty eight.
0: But you bring your own booze? But you're thirty eight. You should be able to bring I, your own booze. I will, of. but you'll need
1: to bring some. T- it's gonna be hard for me to take.
0: I'll need I'll need Doctor
1: Booze to help me.
0: Well, every past birthday, you're just gonna get more and more inconsolable, aren't you? Yes. Yes I will. I'm not gonna be able to handle it, man. You're gonna
1: to need to help me through it.
0: <laughs> so I
1: c I won't be able to take it, man. When when that when that when that ticker ticks over to four all oh god I'll be inconsolable.
0: It'll be I'll be on the couch, I'll be consol I'll be fucking telling to you like I'm your psychiatrist like uh, I can't do it, man. I can't do it, you're working down for <laughs> my fucking couch. <laughs> Sitting there chain-smoking and crying, going, no,
1: no, no, I can't take it anymore.
0: You're like fucking joy in there, to, why, God, what well, yeah. we had a deal. We
1: had a deal. <laughs> oh, we horrid. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I, I will, I'll be weeping. I will weep when that hits me.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I, love, I love how I want to take the conversation today. Like, well, what person? What are we up to? We're from, from excited wrestling fans to being annoying old men. Neurotic, annoying
1: old fucks that can't handle the progression of age.
0: You no. Know. Like, but like, it's the idea of the fact that I'm, I'm, I say, I'm going to be 26. I, like, I feel I'm getting further into what I'm technically meant to be classed as an adult here. But like, oh, I'm, I, I'm trying to resist Do adulthood. You know, as much as possible
1: do you know the best way to resist adulthood alcohol alcohol and drugs
0: I can tell you against you it's right, that because you at mid sense you grasped onto your can as you said so. <laughs> yes in the most desperate fashion like alcohol like, will save you from adulthood see, Paul's hands tremble as like make pain go away fizzy thing yes <laughs> you know you know the drink you know that one the drink that's advertised you know the drink makes you want to kill <sighs> yourself instantly a yes. black books reference there for you. <clears throat> you are disgusting. Yes,
1: I am, but I'm not old. Not old. The <laughs> old. I am just. Ha ha! I'll I'll go with that slogan I seen on a T-shirt that like I would never actually wear. Huh. I am just eighteen with twenty years experience. God damn it!
0: That sounds, that's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking. Yeah, heard. I've seen that on a fucking T-shirt. It's worse than the whole when people say, "Oh, and this year's young." Like, no, you th- you're not. You're just old and pathetic. Fuck you. Like, I think saying your age plus the word "young" doesn't make you young. Like, just because you have the word "years old" doesn't automatically make you old. It's it's the de- it's, it's so- when
1: you start saying things this many years young that makes you fucking old.
0: It's a death of someone who is getting old and is clearly not processed it yet. See, that's when I know you really need an intervention, Paul. When you you're using face like that, that's when I'll know, like, God, this man needs help.
1: No, I I need no help because I have I have I have um, I have completely nullified my age progression by being drunk since I was eighteen. So, <laughs> it's
0: like, Paul said, he was thirty eight years young,
1: and you left him alone. <laughs> yes. But no, I wouldn't say that because I I lost all sense of time in my teens. Well you know. They Through say, a nice a nice heady mix of psychotropic drugs and lots of alcohol.
0: Well you know they say time is gonna attract a perception.
1: Yeah. I I, I have none. <laughs> <laughs> I have no perception of time. See, I still look fabulous. I wear funky funky jumpers, so I'm cool man. I'm cool. And anyone that says otherwise, fuck you.
0: Well, before we get even more depressing with the fabrics of time, should we go back to Impact? Fabrics of my funky jumper. Yeah. So back to Impact wrestling. Okay. I'll run through the card of in your, uh, the results of Against You're the You were about to see in your eyes, right? I was. Uh-huh. Actually, I was actually about to say, I think I was about to see in your odds, to be honest with you. I would make no
1: sense. To, still getting silly.
0: But uh-huh. I'll read through the results, <laughs> and if there's anything that... Because I know it feels to go, but if anything pops out to you that you want to talk about once I've read it all out... Go on and go on. It Hit at we, it. we had uh, two uh, countdown matches which featured uh, Black Taurus defeating Laredo Kid. We had Brian Myers defeating Rick Swan in a dot-combat match to become... I'm a,
1: surprised by the f- first result I was, and I was indifferent to the second one.
0: ...to become the Digital Media Champion. Then on the main show, we had the watch uh, Machine Guns defeating the Bullet Club representation of... Crispy and Ace Austin.
1: That was a good match.
0: We had Ace we had uh, Chelsea Green and Dior Perrazzo, the team now known as Vexed, uh, spelled VXT. Yeah. Uh defeating Mia Yim and Mickey James in a tag team match. We had Mike Bailey retaining his newly won uh X Division title against the former champion Trey McGill.
1: That was a great match.
0: Uh we had The Influence, now represented by Tino Dashwood and Giselle Shaw. Unsuccessfully challenging Rosemary and Tyre Balker for the Knockets titans. So that would
1: be Rosemary and uh Tyra's final defense of that title, would it not?
0: Well Successful, you yeah, think that's what it. I mean. Their final successful defensive yeah, set title. Then they would defend emergence, and we'll talk about that in a second. But then we had a 10 man Yeah,
1: I apologize for the communication breakdown there, but when I when I say their defense, I just mean they won.
0: Yeah, you know, we had the honor, no one this time, represented by Eddie Edwards, Kenny King, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and PCO being defeated by the team of Heath. Uh, the Good Brothers and America's most wanted Chris Harris and James Storm. Oh yeah, that's the old guys. Uh, a surprising uh, team being put together. I'm also surprised that Kenny King got put in this match, but it seems like it's usually reversed where Vincent's in the match and Kenny King's on the outside, but it's not directly. for this. We had uh, Moose being defeated by Sammy Cal thanks to appearance from Steve Macklin, mm-hmm. in a Cockroach House of Fun match with Spade on Mike Macklin is starting to get on my tits. Jordan Grace defeating Tasha Steele for the uh, Knockout sale match, where I believe during the match Tasha Legit got injured, so she's going to be out for a little while. Oh, she dropped her out.
1: See, I, I knew... You said at any point I want to talk about a match. I knew Tasha got injured yeah. in the match because Jordan... And I don't, I don't mean to criticise Jordan, right, yeah, because yeah. usually Jordan's legit. She's on point. She's very sort of like, you know... Mm-hmm. but she really fucked up that finish. I don't know if she couldn't get a hold of Tasha right or whatever, but she took her and she looked like she just kind of, it looked like when Vader used to powerbomb people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that one grabs you, you're going to get hurt. You know, people like when Vader used to powerbomb, he used to accept the fact that there was 90% chance you were going to be hurt. Yeah. When Jordan did that move and the way she was struggling with it, I was like, I was sitting watching it with Brian. I was like, she doesn't quite have her right, and then she dropped and I was like, right? ah, yeah. like, oh, God, because she kind of felt like shoulder and yeah. neck, and I was like, and I, I, said to Brian, I was sitting watching it. And I went, mm-hmm. you know, I sucked through her teeth, and I was like, ah, oh, God, man, she's hot, she's hot. I never seen the throw up, yeah, but I, I knew it. The ref was probably going. Oh, uh, no, nah, man, you nah. fucked
0: that. We, we also had Josh Alexander and Joe Doring in the main event. It first, Joe Doring's first proper pinfall loss in the yeah. wrestling. You know we always say that Josh Alexander and you know' are all basically... Like, Apologise for my phone there. You know we always say Josh Alexander can have, like, basically a good with anyone. Josh Alexander, you know, he's classed and everything. This really tested the limits of how often Josh Alexander can make someone look good because... Wasn't a big fan of this one. This is Were you not? No. probably my least favorite Josh Alexander match I've seen in a well, I don't. I don't actually think you know. I played
1: Devils Advocate here. I don't believe his beziler competitor was bad per se. Yeah. I just think that like, Josh and Joel have such different styles because Joel's maybe a big sort of hefty brawler. Yeah. And Josh is like you're like like an angle like a Benoit. Yeah. He's like a technically gifted he's a map based technical wrestler mm-hmm. and Joe is like a, like a Joe's like a Sid. You know, Joe's I <laughs> but Joe Joe is like a competent Sid and I don't mean anything negatory towards Sid in that regard. It's just you know how Sid was a bit plodding at times. huh. Well Joe's like that Joe's like Sid with Lewinson.
0: <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Arguably I'd take maybe take Sid still over Joe and like again it seems Joe is bad in any way, even though it seems like I am. So it's basically but, the reverse of my one. Yeah, like, it seems like he, his style, given all he's been all these Union Japaners, a big, you know, foreign, big guy, and everything, yeah. they love that over there. And he said success in Japan and everything, but... It's like if it's like Psycho said, and Jake the Snake had a kid. It really is. Yeah. But you, know, I think his style, I think because of the way they put this match together, it was too... It felt so old-fashioned. Kind of like, oh, you know, John was fighting underneath track, struggling to get the big guy you know, off his feet and yeah. everything. And it just, given everything else, the style, different styles we've seen in an Impact and everything. I do you feel
1: it was just so dated.
0: We've seen, like, we've seen so much stuff. Like, we've seen like exciting x guys like Chris Bay and they saw some fight like, a legendary tag team in the Machine Guns. We've seen Mike mm. Bailey and Trey Miguel. We've seen mm. the Lost in Knockouts kind of matches that are on the card. And then we've seen a fun, like, hardcore-style weird like brawl and then just seeing this, it just felt like a dance would end with show, and like, and plus you never really felt like Josh was, was getting in any date, particular apparel. because uh, like if he was getting lose to any member of VVD, it was going to be Eric Young. So as big as, as scary as Joe adoring is, he just he felt knew like he was, a, him off, so then. he was just another like he was just a monster of the month kind of thing for Josh he Alexander. Were you about to tazzle? just not a victim? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a victim because he lost to yeah. to Josh Alexander. So uh, that was I,
1: I feel I feel all the way Josh is at the moment. I'm sorry, Ken, but I feel no. the way Josh is at the moment as much as I fucking love him. Even if you gave him Tazzy's entrance, he still wouldn't be that interesting. <laughs> you know, he's such a and like, he's such an absolutely awesome in ring guy. Like Josh is phenomenal, I and mean, that C four fucking spike. Uh-huh. <sighs> Jesus, uh-huh. but. To be quite honest, he, he needs to work on that character. He's got a little right. bit of the Benoit going on, you know what I mean? Uh, and I don't, that, I don't, that, and that's not what you want. I don't mean that in the in the, I mean that in
0: the Technical wrestling, the
1: technique, you know, in the sort of yes, I am this guy. I will go out and attack this man and win against this man, uh, and that is all.
0: Yes, I know. We we joked about Benoit's probability. on a recent episode of our retro review over at Rogue rog- Opinions over at Rogue Opinions. Robo with- Benoit. They yes. you're talking while you're walking. It wasn't exactly as robo as we made Linda sound out. No no no. One well, of the many characters you can interact we we interact with over on our Rogue Retro SmackDown review uh, on Rogue Pines Robo Linda. So sort of post uh, pre-later career Benoit was just Benoit Smash. Yeah. Very Benoit much. win. Benoit get titles! Like, I watched the thing from his, his match. He's made a fake Raven at Starkin' and he ends up faking Paris Sound instead. And he, try, he, he cuts the promo and he tries to do Raven's so whole quote the Raven evermore. But he fucks that up because he, he says quote the crippler instead of Raven. But he fucks that up because quote the crippler, no more. It's never more, you fucking idiot You had one word to remember. You just go quote the pension. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> but speaking of Raven, he pops up. I just sat there awkwardly like a creep. <laughs> oh, you mean on his commentary
1: then? Oh uh, my god,
0: man, that was awkward.
1: I swear to god, like, Raven has took one too many hits to the head because he struggled to fit a fucking sentence together.
0: It's like, hey, <laughs> so we're walking and halfway, but hey, Raven, this is a very unique file man. match, you know, he's got, you know, Sam hell, he seems to thrive in this game. Of uh,
1: Raven's like, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Is match. There- I've made match. <laughs> They wrestle match. Yes
0: That would be an ecumenical yes
1: <laughs> That would make be an ecumenical Raven just just sit down You're all right, you're alright nothing's
0: nothing's happening Raven just
1: for God's sake just put the tea towel over these eyes you go to sleep it'll be fine
0: Anyway Look, Raven Drink Oh yes But uh other than <laughs> Raven
1: Hardcore title Raven Hardcore? Oh, yes!
0: <laughs> Other than, you know, Raven's then what did you think of the, the House of, of Fun, Weird match, you know? You missed in Callahan. Uh, was, to quote Lemmy.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, it all right. Yeah. It was alright. A- mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know laughs> yeah, I mean? it was. It was both good and shite. Mm hmm. Good and shite. It was both good and kind of shite because, you know, And I'll be honest with you, like, like I love Moose, yeah, and I love Sammy, and I don't have anything in particular against Maglin. Uh-huh. I think he's solid, but I feel this feud is playing out longer than it needs to play out. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Like, Moose could be doing all this shit. Sammy could be involved in selling in the title picture again. Macklin could be involving himself in the X-Division fucking section so he can actually elevate himself up there. Because that annoys me. Like, when Macklin first came in, he was white hot. You know, he was, he was undefeated. He was beating the piss out of people. And now he seems kind of lost in shuffle. You know, he really does seem lost in shuffle. It seems like, like oh, who's mental? Macklin. Who's mental? Sammy. Who's a big cunt? Moose. Let's throw the three when we get and do this sort of weird on again, off again, sort of like, ugly, fat, ugly teaming together, ugly helping each all other, right. to, you Cause know.
0: Because like, cause like because uh, like, Callahan, like, Cal- like uh, Macklin gets involved and everything. Yeah. And helps Miss win, but it seemed like he was all, he was just trying to screw Callahan and everything. Like, all thing to come, was, to come from nowhere. I mean, the whole thing was, well, I think it was good, I, I was happy to see him because it was a case of, oh, he's going to a few times, that's something meaningful because, I'll be honest with you, up until that point, like since uh what was he doing before Anversary? Frankl I can't even fucking mind too. Oh he was in the stuff feeling with like other guys oh, like Team Impact and everything and he had a bully he had the big match he had some big very much he had some key people on Impact and then Anversary got demoted to the reverse battle then wasn't even booked on the heat Against the odds car and then I was happy to see him there because I thought, oh good. That's a good future of Macklin to help build them up a wee bit. Mm. But the reoccurring thing, even up until, even on fucking America Day, there's an interview like, oh, like how many times do I have to say it? We me and Macklin are not aligned. Like, all you have to do is usually just say, have Macklin say, like, this is why I attack Macklin, this is why I attack Callahan. It's nothing to do with fucking Moose and everything. And like you said, let Moose go off and do something else and then have Callahan and Macklin straight up just feud. It's not about Moose, but then... I have a feeling this will go off until some, to some triple threat kind of thing at some mm, point. Mm. And like you said, yeah, it is kind of going on.
1: It's just it's going on. Does it doesn't seem to have an immediate sort of tie up or a solution to it? It just seems
0: a little like they've thrown the three of them together and they're like, oh shit, how do we get out of this? This is like pre, we're recording this pre uh, a six a man match. <laughs> but at the time of you'll know who won it uh, between Moose Callahan, Edwards, Swan. Young and Bandido. And the, you see you see Eddie winning that, don't you? I do, for a reason I'll get into later on. But like, the whole thing is, winner that gets to fight for the title at Baron for Glory. And so I have a feeling that like, either Moose and that will take each other, or Sammy, or or Magnolia will come and take Sammy, him and Moose against each other. They'll start fighting and Baron for Glory will be some big triple threat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you see, uh,
1: just on that note, do you see Eddie... Do you see Eddie winning it from Josh? Do you see him being the guy to take it from Josh? Uh,
0: it depends. I mean, just
1: just like, as a fan and as, from what you see, do, do you feel that coming? Because uh, th- I think, on, if you're going with Eddie, right, and obviously that's associated with Honor No More, Honor No More needs some gold to legitimise them.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking that, like, if you want to, it depends how long you want to keep On No More, right, if you want to legitimise them, yeah, give them the world title. Again, having guys who work as a pure impact but don't consider themselves impact guys, yeah. being basically feeling like the outsiders kind of thing to everyone else, taking the world belt would be interesting, but like, it depends. Do you want to end? Um, and even much as I enjoyed the way Miss Screwed Josh, that, because it meant a lot, of so storyline wise, like Drew as a fan. It's the idea of like you want to end both for glory on a kind of a downer two years in a row with Josh losing probably through screaming to Edwards. Yeah. Or do you want to have the story of him standing tall as Mister Impact bending off or no more? They've
1: kind of scripted themselves into the a corner in that one, yeah. Because if you have Josh win and retain against Eddie, right, or if it's a trip if you have Josh win and retain the belt, in one moment you've completely delegitimized these. Uh, People that are in there. And if you have like 'cause you think Eddie, and I'm I'm prone yeah. to agree with you on that one. If you think Eddie Well you're gonna have to have On No More win the tag belts too, because if you if you're gonna put the goddamn world title on Eddie, who is in fact the de facto leader of the group, yeah then obviously you're gonna have to have Taven and Bennett.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, I mean, if you're going to legitimately push and have on and no more,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. if that's going to be your go-to faction, Mm -hmm. you're going to need, you know, tag and main gold.
0: Well, it was interesting about that because they're doing... They had a taping the night after... uh, The night after Emergent in Chicago. And they did... And that's going to keep a couple of weeks up until... Uh, come out the end of August, which is when you're probably doing this on the 27th and 28th, I believe it is, yeah. of August. They're doing a thing called Lone Star Stampede, which is two nights of Tavens in Dallas, or somewhere in Texas. I believe it's Dallas. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they recently announced a thing like, for two matches for the Good Brothers across at Tavens, where they're being billed and advertised on night one to have a non-title match against the Machine Guns, but to then have a title match against, against Taven and Bennett on the second night. Mm-hmm. And I believe... Potentially, uh, potentially that's where team and Bennett win the belt because I've also heard tell that uh, the current deal that the Good Brothers are on is just coming up. So again, the idea like having champions that aren't under contract, and also towards the end of November, December time is when New Japan does their big World Tag League tournament. And I'm wondering if New mm-hmm. Japan will like you know, you guys are in Bullet Club now, we kind of like to have you guys in this tournament, which require them to be off TV for an extended period of time. And I'm assuming they guys, like, I think the Good Brothers and New Japan's desire to have them featured on New Japan TV is part of the reason that helped, that helped them broker the relationship, because Carl Anson's still the never-open-weight champion, so also they're going to want him on a New Japan show defending that title as well. Well, oh, obviously, obviously. But do you think that, you don't think that'll ultimately spell the end of
1: Good brothers on impact day.
0: No, I think it will, it'll they'll come back and a kind of a, a pair of appearance kind of deal because a proper contract would mean obviously means that you prioritise dates for impact over other promotions. But I think if it, if it become, it's more than likely, given the tours, you the tours tours that, that New Japan like to do, that if they signed a proper deal, that more often that they'd find themselves regularly in a case where New Japan date conflicts. With doesn't an impact, impact and, new, and Boogie brother are probably more likely to do the New Japan thing, so a pair of appearance thing means that they can plan out a storyline for them when they need to appear and when they don't, and it doesn't greatly impact them with New Japan. It doesn't also hinder the relationship between that impact currently have with New Japan. <sighs> telling you man.
1: That that Elon Musk man, you not he can't even get his ass around that 12 deal, just by impact and <laughs> make it a billionaire fucking fact like company. That'll be brilliant if he went off his tits and bought impact and like shoot on the other foot now, fuckers.
0: Come my head. You, mentioned, you minor. mentioned that the last three impact related shows, I think, well, let it go, it's not happening.
1: Yeah, you know, I kept trying to plug both sponsors. I'm trying to, for a long time I'm trying, to bug, I'm trying to plug billionaire sponsors for Impact now I'm trying to legitimately help the company
0: Talk, trying to make this happen it's not happening I'll write to him live in the now man <laughs> live in the now <laughs> live in the now but yeah, I think they would be because I think I don't know I think them and the Briscoes are amongst this but I think it was Taven and Bennett one of the rare tag teams to hold IWGP Ring of Honor and Impact Gold I tag that that is if they won the belts so that would be interesting i wonder if any team's ever had before no. WWE? yeah wwe title good brothers not had that well well they've had wwe iwgp and impact so they would have to win the ring of honor belts to have all four and then they would have with four yeah it's weird because them is Bill club back when they were there would a regular pure ring of water, but if any team would usually hold the ring of water belts, it would end up being the young bucks at the time mm. who went after those belts because they were more, they were more regular in the U.S. Whereas Gallison yeah, and Anderson made their name in Japan. I'm not so sold on the young bucks. Mm. You no, know,
1: I mean I'm not insane about their ability. I'm just not very sold on them.
0: Yeah. I'm sold on them when they're heels, when they're faces, but still try to do the well, look how cool we are, we're the best dad team. we have a lot of money, like. Why should I like you? Tell, Give me one reason why I should when like you. When their faces
1: are like a wish version of Edging Christian.
0: No, it's just like, it's kind of similar to why when you look at show makers and anything, why should I like you? You're, you're a dick. Yeah, you're not that different from your heel persona and you act like an asshole. Why should I root for you? Yeah, Yes, was, you're talented in ring, but there's something was, about you I don't that
1: think. That was Sean's whole thing in the 90s, wasn't it? It was like, hey... I'm a heel, so I can just legitimately be a prick. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, still, I'm a face. I I'm can just be slightly prick. be a prick. I'm good. test how much I can get away with. That was the difference between his heel and his face personas of the 90s. I'm a heel. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. I'm a face. I'll try and do whatever the fuck
0: I want. Well, let like, you like it. If, if, we're safe, but if it turns out in the next month or so that we have a scenario where Eddie's the Impact Champ and David and Benner of the tag team champs. How would you feel about that? Would that would you be disappointed by that result, or how would you feel about? I
1: don't it? think I'd be disappointed. I don't really think I. I. I'd, I'd like to see like if that happened. I would like to see where it went. Yeah. You know, because I mean, you have possibilities. You have. I mean, you have all the legitimate teams. You have VBD. Uh-huh. You could easily have dinner and EY and EY or dinner and Doring. Uh-huh. Challenge. You have uh, you have machine guns, obviously.
0: Yeah.
1: I suppose even at a stretch, you have uh, you know uh, uh uh fucking cowboy and
0: the you, you know, American most wanted. you uh, a stretch you I have. I think, like, I think this is just a one night thing. Oh, All they just a one night. Is he really old and fucked now? I think I think he's been out of it for a while. So mm-hmm. yeah. No oh, good props down for it, doing what he did then. It was weird how they built that eight man tag. Cause obviously PCO took the fall in the slam very match. He got pinned after the Quirrell shot from Saban, right? And then all of a sudden, they just randomly in the midst of uh, the build to the <laughs> ten man tag after they'd already done a big tag match, they were cause obviously, but no, no more. No, you bit yeah. Earl Hedner's involved and they felt screwed. It suddenly became a thing like, oh, on no more. Don't trust PCO mm. because PCO got pinned, mm. and then and then the good brothers and James Storm that tried to recruit him and. I do love James like it's a bad idea. Yeah, but it might be the best bad idea I've ever had. And they try to recruit him and then literally as soon as it fails, James Stone turns to Grip like I told you guys that wouldn't work.
1: That was your idea Nah, I've got to say Let's maybe let's maybe just my my insane mind working as it does. But say uh Eddie and Bennett and Taven win. Yeah said titles, right? Which is which is kinda likely to happen. Kinda. It probably will. It might not, but it probably will happen. What say? Uh, because you know there's been a lot of tension in the past month between particularly Eddie and PCO, because he's always been putting every negative thing that's happened to Oil No More. On PCO. On PCO, right? And who's the one member of the team that's always been, nah, fuck you, PCO's good, he's... he's Vincent. Vincent. What happens, right? Bennett and Taven win their belts. uh
2: mm-hmm.
1: When Eddie throws more shade on PCO. PCO and Vincent break off.
0: Well, honestly, PCO, I like to see the wee bits of what I saw before this. Also, the more saving impact... I really can't be arsed with PCO right now. That's a shame. I really can't be. Like, his main thing is, he's a mad bastard who does min salt and everything, but half the time he's minsalt look like he's going to fucking land on his own head. And where do you stand on Vincent? He's alright, he's a mad bastard. I like Vincent. I like Vincent, I like Vincent. I like Vincent more spe- than I like PCL. He PCO. speaks to me. I'm wondering if this will lead to him more, now uh, that the, the one that matches the match emergence means to stay together. I'm also wondering in terms of title implications. Kenny will have more to do. Maybe he'll go after Mike Bailey in the X-Division, Bill.
1: Fuck Kenny. I know. I'm not not, not
0: saying he's going to win, but Kenny has history in the X-Division. He's a former X-Division champion. I'm I'm not not saying I want him to win. I don't want him to win.
1: I'm only only teasing, man. I'm just just putting that out there. I'm only teasing, but Vincent's better than him. Vincent's a mad gun. Vincent speaks to my soul. Of course he does. But then again, so does PCO.
0: So I don't know. I, there was something about this. I did. I was convinced going into Emergence that on and on more we're going to lose, even though it'd be I mean three pay per view special losses in a but row. Didn't he? I'm just saying the way they've been. Bit, it seemed to feel like well they'd had their big review. The <coughs> run on top is like the bag but then they felt like slammers was maybe like the beginning of the end, and that's when they were going to lose, but then they didn't. <laughs> uh, but I have a weird feeling that either if it's not Josh who ends up sitting on the end of them. I think somehow Heath will ultimately bring about the end of them because I think there'll be some sort of match. I don't I'm not saying it will happen, but I'm saying I have a theory in my head that somehow Heath will will have will eventually challenge Eddie Everett to a match uh, and say, Oh well, if I went if I went on no more go like are done oh, and then yeah. it looks like Eddie's battering Heath and he's gonna go away and then Rhino comes out and saves him and everything and then Heath rolls up and if I'm not seeing it will have it. Comes out and attacks Eddie with a Jesus kick. But, like, it's just case of, like, he's the whole thing, oh, I want to take out On no on more one by one, but, like, if you want to stop Eddie merit. like, he's got to, to play a part in when On no more eventually go away, if, it's, yeah. if if you do plan on running them into a point where they have an ultimate, like, breakup angle. But, you know, no, but like, Eddie versus Josh, in terms of the story, they can tell of Eddie, the leader of On and more. Like, I was even to you... The minute he joined on, I felt like he should have been the guy to go after. So he's, yeah. he's got the whole thing of, you know, why was I not selected to go after Kenny? You know, I could have been the guy who helped defend Impact, but Impact turned the back <coughs> on me, so I turned my back on them.
1: Do you think? Do you think? Um, quite honestly, that what's happened just now is a very, very long played out game for it to be an eventual feud between Josh and Eddie.
0: Potentially, I think. Even if Eddie does win, there's part of me that can see Eddie, Josh winning it back soon after, at like either hard to kill or some point after that. Let me ask you this: And know this. Where do you see Sammy and all of this? I don't know. I mean, I think he's the other option in terms of not if he but like if Eddie wins the title and Josh can't win it back from him, doing Sammy versus Eddie with the roles reversed after all this time, where it's often. Sammy the bad guy, Eddie the good guy. They're yeah. then doing it with the role of Riff now that Sammy's the face and Eddie's the bad guy. Hmm. And plus, Sammy trying to take it all of on and no more with his wee baseball bat, just appearing around like surprise and taking it around. That'd be cool. Like, I imagine the road to that would involve, like, some sort of weird hardcore really celebration between him and PCO, which I'm sure would involve a lot of people taking nasty bumps. Oh, yes. Cause Sammy and P C O are not uh, not averse to that.
1: I know, I know. I asked this like a bazillion fucking times. Uh-huh. Which Quebecer was P C O? Pierre.
0: He was Pierre. He was the one who went on to be Jean Pierre Lafitte so uh, He was not the Mountie. He was not the Mountie. No, Jacques was the Le Mountie. That was Jacques Foujo. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. The more you know. Is there anything else about against allods you want to talk about before we move on? No, no. I'm good. I think we. I think we've covered it pretty well. Yeah. But I'm basically not so I can talk about Pound for Glory, which is delicious, <laughs> But then we move on to, also like center stage in Atlanta where they did it. It was a smaller bit. The ramp was right up to the ring, but I like the setup that they kind of have in there for the, for the tapings afterwards especially. And then yeah. they went to Kentucky for the next tapings that led them right up to Emergence. Uh, so I like that. I, I really liked Brian Myers winning the digital media title. I like him winning it, and also like the whole thing of him trying to avoid Bubender for a title shot, and then Bubender like, Oh, you promised me a title shot. I want my title shot." Oh no! Like, you see, I would give you a shot, but I just was in the locker room and I said, "Who? Who wants to step up and get shot?" And somebody already claimed it. You know he's obviously lying, and Bubender like, "Who?" And before Brian can spin in our lie. To cave over here, this, this would be a good opportunity to get some gold for us. And when I went, oh, and see, crazy goes, oh, Black Tourist stepped up. I was, I very much admired John Brian for stepping up, and Black Tourist will happily thank you for the bill. And then all of them try to spin it even more, going, oh, you know, I'd love to defend against you, but you know, you've got to go through all the channels. And you know, Scott DeMarthy approve it. Scott DeMarthy walks through a looks up for his papers, and goes, match is signed. <laughs> <laughs> and he just off. And then by had to defend his belt against Black Trish, and then he had the match at Emergence on the countdown against Papinder. Uh, mm. I, I I personally like Brian as as a champion. A eventually, I'm sure. I,
1: I personally like Papinder,
0: and I'm sure Papinder will get it back at some point. I didn't think they'd do the match this soon, but I'm sure at some point he'll lose the belt. When to
1: will Bupinder. when will Papinder win a legit title? I don't know. When will he win the X Division and then the Impact title?
0: I don't know, Paul. I can't tell you that. Because well, only Impact can tell us that, and we'll he, have to wait.
1: He is muscular and tall and pretty.
0: He's a more agile Sheera, basically. I, I prefer him to Shearer.
1: Yeah, I, I prefer him to Shearer in so many ways. Mm. Shearer is not my type.
0: I also like the uh, the dargoyle spear that he does off the, the metal rope. I love, I love that. I love the fact that called that.
1: Yeah, because he gets up there in that second buckle, and then boom, mm. done, and you're like, Fuck yeah, Defender, you rule. You're a sexy
0: beast. I'm going to read out some stuff that happened. Uh, I'm going to read out the results from Emergence as well, because we don't just need to talk about them, we can talk about some stuff that happened around that and the impacts. Okay. And I'll take a certain all sorts, I'm sure. Okay. Let me just read out the stuff for, stuff for the results for that. So, as I said, Brian Marr retained the title against the Gujar... good jar. And the counting show, off the counting show for Emergence Vets, defeated Rose Tyre for the tag team titles. On the main show, we had Mike Bailey really successfully retaining the title against uh, Jack Evans. We had VBD, of Eric, represented by Eric King and Deer, defeating the team of Chris Savin and Kushida. Yay! We had Bandito in a special AAA fe- uh, showcase match, defeating Ray Horace. We had Sammy Callahan defeating Steve Max in an ODQ match. That match was. Fucking phenomenally good. I loved that match. We had Honor No More wearing the No DQ 10 tag which was they were represented by Eddie, Matt, Ben PCO and Vincent. Defeating the t- Bullet Club representation of Asos and Chris Bay, the Good Brothers and Hickaleo. The whole stipulation was if Honor No More lose, they must expand, span, but if they win... Uh, Taven and Bennett get a title because they beat the Good Brothers in a non-table situation weeks ago and they were annoyed that they weren't being automatically given a title job by Scott I, You know,
1: I've seen Hickle Ale come out, mm-hmm. didn't see him do much.
0: No, yeah, didn't. Uh, he's, uh, weirdly, the younger brother of fucking Grills of Destiny. <sighs> but he's fucking massive. Yeah. of a Koo, big, younger brother. Jordan Grace speaks me again to retain the knockouts title before merely being challenged by Masha Islamovic and then Joycide then defeats Alex Shelley and Alex Shelley's you know, first ever world title match. I've got to say, I love Jordan, but if she beats Masha, oh, I'll hate her. An, it's an interesting situation, the way they built Masha up and everything. We've built Masha as unstoppable. If she's stoked by that, that in look at what so far she's beat like so like she beat all the jobbers everything, but then she beat. Fucking Havoc, squashed Havoc, yep. squashed Alicia, yep. squashed Madison Rain, yep. Tennille, Giselle Shaw, uh, who else did she recently that beat? At last year. Uh, did she beat someone else recently that yeah, I can't yeah. remember. You, uh, there was someone else I'm
1: You said Tennille, right?
0: Said Tennille, yeah. Was but that an old um, I don't know, maybe. But anyway, she's beaten all these people who have been lined up in front of her. And so there's. I think. If you want to build a proper monster in the division, I mean, and you're not going to do Savannah Evans because Savannah Evans weirdly disappeared after Tasha got injured as well. Mm-hmm. And you, can, you can't you can go, oh, you do it worse than Masha Slamovic because he also recently had the debut of Killer Kelly properly <laughs> in Impact Wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. And eventual match between Masha and Killer Kelly, too, by, you know, so Russia versus Portugal. Just let them fucking bat each other. I'm more thinking that eventually a
1: culmination will come to a triple threat between Jordan, Marsha, and Killer Kelly. Mm.
0: That'd be a match. Just Killer's been on this thing where she came in I think, for that Nokia's title tournament. She was getting to sign. She had to go home first. And then COVID and everything. Had issues with her being able to leave Portugal. See, before she was, you know, Killer Kelly, she yeah. is now. She the one I
1: remember coming in looking vicious and wearing a lot of black.
0: She wore a lot of black. So I think she teen like... I remember she we assume with somebody randomly to lose in the first round of the it's tired to remember they bring the yeah, belts back. Then, then she went home to Portugal. They couldn't. She couldn't. She had issues coming back from Portugal because of COVID and everything like that. And then she eventually signed a contract. Came back. And now she's back properly with Impact. <laughs> and they keep They had all these QB vignettes hyping her up. And oh, then no, she's been the out. Vignettes. She's been out killing people so far. So mm. I look forward to seeing that. But I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Master defeat Jordan. <laughs> They're hyping Jordan up on Emergence is like this history maker. She, like, she beat the longest reign Knockouts champion to win her first belt. Mm-hmm. She won the first Iroquois in the Mountain match. She's been a Monsters Ball and everything. First digital media champion. And also, she's the first <laughs> Triple Crown knockout with digital media t- titles and the knockouts title. Mm. So that's interesting. Uh, and she, they'll say, oh, she wants to win every title that Impact has. So, you know, Jordan losing to Masha wouldn't be back. She's built up Masha by beating someone like Jordan. Jordan can then maybe go back to the X-Division that she was teasing mm. a couple of years ago. I'd like to see that. And then eventually, do mm-hmm. the right
1: thing and win the, win the main belt and actually, you know, nobody, nobody flat nose. I know. Apparently, you know, apparently most people dislike flat nose now. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's
0: burned her fucking she's bridges in the of every company. For, uh, pretty much every promotion she's ever went to. Just by being a, a complete cunt knuckle. Just by being her.
1: You know, plus, you know why she's like that? She realised she has no nose.
0: <laughs> anyway, moving away from the whole nose thing. But, you know, I'm interested to hear what's happening in the Noguit division because you've got Chelsea Green and Dion now the tag champs. I said to hey, you, I wasn't a big fan of the whole double suplex finisher. But happy to see them as champs because, well, Dionna having a bell again is cool and her as the tag oh, division yeah. is interesting. But also, Chelsea Green supposedly is also not contracted. She's on a by appearance thing, which is interesting. He's a by-appearance person, Dionna is apparently signed until sometime next year. Yeah, that's alright then. So, one half of the time <laughs> is uh, insane. I don't know if you've seen this, they were doing a thing in GCW. Macro and Chelsea did a marriage renewal thing. i seen he was dressed as a fucking macho man uh, for they're the doing, SummerSlam. Uh, they're basically doing a, a parody version of the Macho Man Liz wedding. That SummerSlam 80... Eighty one. Oh, it was 91. Aye, the match made, I thought it was 89. They had
1: Maven officiating the ceremony. Maven? Maven. Maven, who hasn't he? Had he hearty day <laughs> with wrestling a, a bazillion... I bet he was pure stoled for the paycheck.
0: <laughs> and then Nick Cage came in, wrecked the ceremony and everything, and then hit Zack Ryder's, w- da, hit, hit Ryder's dad in the head with a light tube, and his dad no sold it. <laughs> Pretty glad w- his dad's no wrestler. I wonder... When
1: Maven was officiating that rumble, that what wedding, if anybody went, You we gotta finish that rumble <laughs> Yeah <you> dick.
0: <laughs> but So Raider's like dad took a light shift to the head and Nose holder it. Like a big uh, diddy. Oh his dad's fucking built and everything for a guy his fucking age. What age is his dad, like seventy or something? I don't know. Is but, he big is he big like his boy? Yes, yes he. Is. Sorry about that. This had to be recorded over several days. Several. Yes. Several. Because several doesn't mean seven or a certain number of days anymore as i as means I found out. Lots. A certain number. An undetermined number, depending on the situation. So they don't know that they if it was several or not. No. But it was more than one day, so that's why I've used that phrase. Because so we had to come back and record the end of this and we you, can... you could have used the term multiple days. Well they mean the same thing, don't they? Kind of, yes. Yeah, because they both would be used in situations where you don't need to specify how many days, you just know it was more than one. It was specifically more days than one day. Well, we're here, again, as like I said, and we're continuing our talk about impact. but some things have happened since we were talking in the first part. And yes, we have. We were basically telling them like, "Yeah, Eddie's gonna win. Eddie's probably gonna win," and then he did win. He did win because I was like, "Yeah,
1: well, he might not win, but I mean, I was I was kind of lying to myself in that regard. I was like, yeah, Eddie was going to win' because you know what? Furler, Furler's all storylines and all,
0: yeah, all high and impact at the moment. It is. So Eddie will go <laughs> on to bow for Glory. There. Excuse me. We'll go on to bow for Glory to fight Josh Alexander. Or the Impact World Championship Championship. Let me ask
1: you this question. Do you believe he will remove said belt from Josh Alexander?
0: Well, we had this discussion in the first part and I think I don't I don't know if I'm any further on than I was before because if you have Eddie Wynne, then you don't always need to end your biggest show on a happy note, like, or may be on a happy note, but when Impact only do four per year and given that the last Impact Bound for Goldie ended with a sad ending for, for Josh Alexander when Miss. Screw him over. Do you want to do aside any of your you perceived now face of the company two years in a row well, do you, you say, or do you want him to stand tall on this you one? say
1: the face of the company, but if I may offer an opinion yeah. here. Firstly, yeah. I hear I hear tell from that, you know, very faint fan grapevine that mm-hmm. certain people are finding Josh a little, little you know, a little dull. Not not the great most excitable character. Plus it, it seems better for story progression mm-hmm. if Eddie was to
0: win. I mean, story-wise, yeah, I you know? agree with you. I, I agree with you there. But I mean, again, I wouldn't be against just winning. I think the the sentiment that you're talking about is kind of more. It's a typical one we've seen many times in that babyface changes the title, gets screwed from title, Makes Chase more interesting. Yeah. Babyface wins too. But, also, not if, many... if, if I might yeah. cut in, also,
1: if you think about it, well, there is the possibility of a storyline where, you know, Face of the Company goes into the match. The match is phenomenal. They mm-hmm. put the two and put on a hell of a show, which you know Eddie Edwards and mm-hmm. Josh could do. Hell of a match. Back and forth, back and forth, and you know Impact are really good at doing that whole "Who the fuck is going to win this?" Mm-hmm. You know that is one of the things I love so much about Impact. It's like excitement of the the title matches because mm-hmm. a lot of the time, when you watch those matches, you're like, "Fuck, he might win," yeah. or "This might happen." You know, it's it's like excitement. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, if Eddie if Eddie was to win, mm-hmm. that could be the way of like you know, babyface champion. Puts on a hell of a fucking bout. Loses his bout to a worthy opponent. And then you have the whole... Because it could further Josh's story too. You know, like, babyface champion loses his belt despite giving it his best effort. Fights to get his belt back. And there could be a really good long program between him and Eddie.
0: Yeah, because I guess I wouldn't be against him winning. But then I said, look, when I talked about Eddie winning in the first part, I said that goes either one or two ways where either... That tells you like I said, for throwing progression out can be really good and you tell keep on surging him and Josh leads to Josh winning it back. Or you do the thing I said before, reignite the stuff with Sammy but with the roles now flipped over. Yeah, Sammy being the face yeah. and Eddie being the prick. Pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah.
1: And yeah. Sam, Sammy could easily be face or heel, he's psychotic, so people <laughs> love him anyway. Yeah. He's one of those fun faces that's you know, he's a face. But he's a nut job. Yes, he's absolutely mental. He's like he's like John Moxley, but you know, likable. I don't mind John Moxley. He beat CM Punk. I'm happy with that. I'm happy. I will. I will admit that he, I'm happy with that because CM Punk, he definitely ain't likable. He beat him in three minutes and fifteen
0: seconds. Did he? Yes, he did. Is that because the silly fucker hurt his foot? Oh no, that's a kayfabe thing. Oh, was that a kayfabe thing? But they, oh, no, that's what they like to do. Like, oh, was I meant to him Was it not? Ah, some would that, say some it, would say they do it a bit too much. It's that AEW's bag. Yes, it's a large bag and it's almost empty. What? You're digging right, you're your hand right through to the bottom of the bag.
1: Yeah, it's getting to the point where Tony's going, Daddy, Daddy, I need more money to buy in more WWE guys. They don't want to go back. Oh, shit, we don't want to come now because Triple H owns a company and people like it now? Oh, no.
0: You have know, AEW, just to say, uh, I mean, I think this is worth talking about because I'm sure the match will be phenomenal. Yeah. But uh, it was announced using you know, on Dynamite. Yeah, Gillespie, former Empire guy, also... M- Multiple-time world champion in Ring of Honor as well. Yeah. Then going into a feud with Wardlow, who's now got his, his pals FTR. Right now we've got like fucking three different <laughs> fucking belts right now. Are we
1: are we much like the tag team version of Kenny Omega belt collectors? Yes. You know they
0: should be AEW chance as well. Then they'd have all the belts. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think people saying like, Fuck it, give them the AEW belts, then have them fight the Good Brothers. Have five sets of belts in one match. But then again, yeah, I don't a match. although to be fair, I don't think the good builders are gonna have those belts for much longer, but more on that in a second. But FDR, I think, one of two one of the two best tag teams going today, and then it was announced at Dilly, so he's got two kind of henchmen with him in the minute, and like, no, I didn't say these guys were a team within our six man time match next weekend at all out. Yeah. It's gonna be these guys. And he it was a video package for the other who I think the other best tag team going today right now is and it's the more we machine guns for one night, one AEW and Similarly, as I said, you are giving out a team with Jay and coming in from somewhere else, they're going to be working his heels for the first time in more than a decade, I believe. That's going to be kind of cool and unique to see. So I'm pretty sure when they, when they left Impact for while and went to Ring of Honor, uh, they were working his faces, and then came back his faces. I mean, Sabin's worked heel in the time then, but that's a single day, but I mean them working heel as a unit together. Yeah, mm-hmm. a heel team. Yes, and they were very good heels when they were put together, but before they became... A heel team. Yes, <laughs> and... So I'm looking forward to that, getting to see machine guns and FTR mixing it up. And I've been thinking, well, more I've been thinking about that on my way over here to do this show. Like FTR, like I said, being Ring of Honor tag champs, more the machine guns are former Ring of Honor tag champs. I really do think with Tony kind of this serious about getting this fucking Ring of Honor, new version of Ring of Honor up and running. Mm. That relationship with Ring of Honor and Impact talent going back and forth on that on those two shows, like it used to be back in the mid 2000s Yeah, yeah. Before, well, well, down to two reasons. One, the guy who used to run Ring of Honor got caught up in a big scandal and then yeah. jumped back and pulled some guys over And then there came a point where it was a case of, like, why we'll not properly start signing some of these guys down so it's a case of you can keep working for Ring of Honor or you can sign a contract with us. Yeah. And quite a few chose the latter and signed with, with DNA at that time because, you know, big money. Yeah, well, well, not, well, not big money, but more money than they were making in Ring of Honor. Reasonably
1: good money. Yes. Like... Sort of mid card talent money in yeah. WWE. Yeah,
0: because a lot of the guys who they would, who would have been going between Impact and Ring of Water would make, probably make up the majority of what was the X division at that time. Yeah. You know, your Simone shows, your Dinos, your Lethals, people like that. Yeah, you yeah, AJs and yeah.
1: whatnot. But I mean, like I said uh, on the other show, I think <laughs> the other day, look, I am now lucky enough to be a guest on. Oh, you're referring to our Rule Retrospective. I am, you? I am. But I believe, like I said, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, yeah. but I, I do believe that Impact is uh, slowly but surely putting herself back out there again. Yeah. You know, I believe that, um like, with their big, you know, we have got this Indian deal going. Yeah. we have got a ready-to-go Indian star, because uh, you know I'm very up on Bupinder. Yeah. You know, I think he's a great guy. And not just because I think he's cool, I think he's a good wrestler, too. Yeah. I think he's, he's definitely, he's got a little, he's a little... Mm-hmm. Rough around the edges in certain points, but he's he's money that guy, you yeah. know, you could build yourself around that guy. And many other like you just to, like you could build around him, him and Josh, him and I mean uh most yeah. professional wrestler, mm-hmm. Brian Myers, Moose, Sammy, look. Impact of a solid a solid structure that will just need more yeah, more more infant, you know. Mm-hmm. But they have a solid, they have a solid basis, and I think in the next couple of years, Impact are going to be, it's going to be WWE, mm-hmm. cunt features in the middle, an impact. I mean,
0: I'm mean, i happy that when like they they threw to the Tron and machine guns music played, obviously it was a sizable pop because fans who. Watched the AWR big, probably followers of indie wrestling, so of course they're going to know who the machines yeah, of are. Of course, you're going to so know the machines big, big are big, re- big response to that. And yeah, Taz and Excalibur and, and, uh, and uh, Tony Schiavone on commentary, yeah, like acting mostly shocked because I'm sure they knew, but you no know, big, big enough as, as a big deal <laughs> as it was. All going, I, I never figured that was happening. Oh no, but who's we giving them like a big deal? like, yeah, Tony Schiavone. Well, nobly said these guys are legit. Basically, because you, know, you never know who's watching who may not have seen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe fairly new to the residency you know, and not know the machine guns. Even though they should. But, yeah, we should. But, but, well, but that's, I won't judge. Yeah. I'm trying not to sound like I'm judging, but like. Uh, I'm like, secretly judging a little teeny bit. But if you're watching AW, you don't know who's going to be. And, you know, you've got 2020, one of the voices of the company saying, like, letting you know these guys are legit. He's emphasizing that this is a good thing that these guys are going to be coming in at this pay per view. yeah, yeah. And that's gonna go a long way. Oh yeah. And I yeah. think that's a very good thing. I don't
1: I don't believe the machine guns really need the pop. I believe the machine guns yeah. come with their own pop, you know what I mean? Yeah. The machine guns, I mean let me go going, what, like twenty years now, near enough.
0: I think they formed in two thousand and seven. Maybe two thousand seven. Yeah, same. so near enough. I yeah. mean a couple of years
1: shy, of twenty like two decades have been uh-huh. going. And that's like as a team mm-hmm. singular, both of one titles. Yeah. You know, so definitely going to be cool for it to see them in AEW you know
0: I think it'd be quite cool to see them you kind know, of go over like again the switch of impact in that time because again Honour No More who we'll talk about their match where they would if they would have lost they would <laughs> have disbanded and I told you before I, I genuinely thought they were going to lose in that match but I don't know how much longer they're going to be around but the idea of them going back is their gimmick in terms of like feeling forgotten like going against Ring of Honour despite one time being loyal to it like, I think they've done what, everything they can as an anti-impact group, but you know, honor and honor is in their name, so if they showed up for a prolonged run as a heel group in Ring of Honor, there was some new life beat into you because like this mm. is a company they had issues with before. And you got that group like you mentioned with his group, the Blackpool, you know, combat club, you got him, Danielson, uh, Claudio who's the Ring of Honor Champ, you got their their Wheeler Utah, who's the pure champ, and obviously Regal's their manager, but you got those four, like a wee feed between them and Honor no more claudio's uh cesaro cesaro, right. cesaro. and you know, like, imagine like them coming in eddie comes back to ring of honor with the impact bill squares up to claudio's impact as the ring of honor chant that match between between those two and everything or one of the guys in Honor no more trying to go after the pure i'd be belt. a hell of a match
1: eddie versus uh, yeah,
0: claudio claudio or even if josh alexander retains it fucking claudio and josh alexander because fucking josh Josh and Claudio could both have great bands with fucking brim, so imagine them. Yeah. Go, okay.
1: Plus, it's so it's so difficult for me when you're saying because the minute yeah. you say it I'm always in I'm uh, in my head I'm like, no, it's Cesaro. Yeah. But that's
0: his real name, Claudio. Yeah, yeah. Big Claudio Or Big Tony as uh, Seamus calls him. Big Tony. <laughs> I mean Seamus
1: on Mad bowels, all uh, so on that mm-hmm. note, by the way, are you are you as finger crossed as I am that Sheamus becomes like I mean I love I love mm-hmm. fucking Gunther. Mm. God, damn it, I want Sheamus to be a Grand Slam champ, man. Uh,
0: I am conflicted, man. I'm a, I'm a two of two minds. I love them both.
1: I, I'm 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 conflicted. I don't think I'm quite mm-hmm. as conflicted as you, but I'm like well, I suppose I am. But like I love Gunther, but I want Sheamus to be a a fucking mm-hmm. Grand Slam champ because he fucking deserves it, man. Yeah. He's, but if there's one guy that deserves to hold that moniker, Seamus <laughs> fucking deserves it, man. I
0: know, and, and it's good to see Seamus getting, you know, a no proper respect in the last couple of years, because I think his big issue was, in 2008 as well, it was a case of like, oh, we like this guy, he's big, he's Irish, like him, because they pushed him as a good guy for most of that, Like people were like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like other people, like that guy who he
1: beat in eighteen seconds. No, and then when Vince tried to ruin him by putting in that fucking League of Nations crap. But then even though I must say he did win his last his most recent
0: world title during the League yeah. of Nations. I did like he hit the mog and he was, you know, basking in the hole, you look stupid. And my first night well as as new as a champion he goes, Oh can I look stupid? I'm the WWE champion <laughs> 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 My horrible Irish accent aside. Uh but, it's like, okay. but like when when Sheamus like I think like when Seamus properly gets into a fight like when goes with Drew or a like Cesaro back when they used to fight, mm. when his chest takes a few like proper shots and because he's so pale it goes a skin of shade of pink. Like like when he kept chicken in the middle, it's not quite ready yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. But like, good you sir, can, you can count you can count on Sheamus going
0: pink about as much as you can count on Ric Flair being bleeding during a match. Or Triple H bleeding, and then like early two thousands, and any of oh, his yeah, matches. Oh yeah, yeah, well, that was his thing. Or Shawn Michaels for a fucking beard. Most of those guys, but like yeah, most of them. Like Gunther is like dropped a lot of weight, but like, gained a fair bit of muscle. So yes. the force behind his fucking shots is still all there. So yeah, there's going to be some new shades of pink and purple discovered on Sheamus's chest when Gunther's done with him. I think Sheamus's chest may look like like uh, Rikishi's arm. No eye from King. There, <laughs> yeah. You know. Like, All fucked up. mm mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, like, like, I like the fact that it's fucking being defended, because I think it's part, probably because of Gunther, not only because they have such high hopes for him, but because he's, he's like, he was a big thing in the European and UK scene for a good few years before yeah. he got his official signing deck to the UK. You, do you so, see him as a future world champ? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, he was, like, UK champion, like, Partly because of the pandemic and then for good nature of the UK, but he was a UK champ for like 700 odd days. <laughs> Jesus. Like, they were, they kept, they had this big ranking list of like the top reigns in like modern history, and he was constantly going, like going up and I Like, he held that longer than that big long reign that probably is and Like, I think he's still, like, Roman Reigns, he's providing he doesn't lose to, to, Rome, to Drew at Clash of the Castle. Then Romans not too far away from breaking his. reign. His like he's he his I think currently sets it more than what Romans is now yeah. in the universal well, but Romans not far off it. Gunther's going to be so pissed if he
1: breaks his record. They'll <laughs> like, have
0: to go after him. Like he's like that's why he was an active. I think he can be here even though like he's shredded down, but he's still like fair size. He's very. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a presence around him. It's a case of like he is a great final boss, like champion, or he's a. Guy who, if you have got a strong babyface champion, you want to, but he's a good monster t- test for your babyface champion. Yeah. To try and chop down. He has a he has a constant presence around him. It's called Ludwig Kaiser. <laughs> oh I mean, I don't mind the name, but I remember being so confused when they changed that. When his uh, he, his name on the end was Axel Dieter Jr. because his dad was a, a wrestler. Yeah. Then they, came, then they changed his name and acted to Marcel Barthel. <laughs> Odd name, yeah. And then they changed that again. I'm like, so, i like, and I was one of those people who said, like, what like, what's what's wrong with Marcel? That was a name you chose for him, because the big thing with a lot of name changes is people taking the elements of people's real names so that WB could like, trademark these. But like, I like, in the case of Ludwig, it's like, why? What, what was the point in him? Like, you're changing a name you gave him. Yeah, <laughs> I know we're talking a lot WB in this impact review, but have but one more thing about Gunther before we. one more thing and might i just add before you put your gunther
1: point across I do. if it was not for the fact yeah that wwe was becoming worth talking about again yeah we would not be talking about it yeah that stands to reason but mm-hmm. we always i think we always stated from the get-go in this show that we talked wrestling when it was good yeah and wwe is fucking good just now it really is and long may it continue long may it continue to grow and become what it somewhat what it was like again because that wasn't happening under vince yeah vince had the same ideas or boring ideas or it just it was just repeating itself
0: actually that brings me up another point but i'll I'll use the gun through one first that Gunther was lucky that Vince went out when he did. because Oh yeah,
1: Matthew. they
0: were going to sack him. Oh no, they are going to sack They were going to kind of bury him basically because he had a segment on Raw beating up R-Truth because R-Truth was dressed like Uncle Sam or whatever because of like the 4th of July episode yeah. and for some reason Vince or some higher up didn't like him and Vince is gone. It's a case of like, yeah, well, Triple like, I like him. So he stays as ICCF and we're yeah. going to pick him right. We're going
1: to... The only reason Vince doesn't like, well, didn't like people is because Vince didn't know how to properly book people. Mm-hmm. And then when they weren't getting a reaction because they weren't booked properly, Vince had an excuse to dislike them. Mm-hmm. That was what it was all about.
0: Yeah. But what I was saying is, like, the other point I was going to raise is the stuff I talked to you about ticket sales going very well. Yeah, recently. Survivor Series sold out already. Within like a, a day of it going, and then, like, they feel like 50,000, like, the, the stadium in LA that they're doing for WrestleMania 39 uh, is like, they put out 50,000 for when I won for 10 minutes. So 100,000 tickets across two days of WrestleMania. And this is before they put out the whole deal, like two for one, which people slide them off for doing when they were still quite a few things to sell for WrestleMania But I'm like, yeah. well, if you want to go to both days, fair enough, because if you do a two for one thing, then you're more likely to get the exact same seat. So if you get a good seat when I won, you don't you don't want to go to a shit seat where your view is worse on the second night. Yeah. So... Before they even did those, like it's like ninety odd thousand tickets sold yeah, for WrestleMania. Yeah. And like WrestleMania you can say like people will buy tickets for WrestleMania before they months before they months before they even know if the car's gonna be given up because he has WrestleMania it's the thing. They have casuals who all come in every year for WrestleMania like, Oh, I'm going to oh, I go to LA that time, I'll buy tickets for WrestleMania. Yeah. But but I think Survivor Series is a big thing because it's they're they're saying it's still gonna be the whole Ravi SmackDown thing, but that's not interested people a bit of in a good way so the fact that that's already tr- like sold out people
1: hmm that's because so many people now like so many things have happened yeah since Triple H took over the helm and the thing yeah and you know you've got you've got the one thing that was really missing in WWE mm-hmm. for a long time you've got that intrigue, you know with what's gonna happen on this week's show mm-hmm. yeah. and couple of months ago, like, when I was tuning into WWE, just, like, say I'd, I'd read something online and yes. I went, oh, I might like to see what happens there. I would have to read something was good Yeah. to go, oh, well, I'll need to check that. But now I don't even care. I just look at it because I know it's going to be interesting.
0: So, you know, I heard a big rumor that like, he makes the a lot more interesting my brother and I were discussing a particular rumor. But remember 20 years ago this year, we had the debut of The Elimination Chamber. yeah goes it was born out of Vince not wanting to do wargames to speak Triple H saying oh we do wargames and this is kind of a compromise into this yeah. so 20 years later Vince is out what's Triple H thinking of doing for, for Survivor Series wargames wargames yeah like a men's wargames and a women's wargames rather than the like team raw men's and team yeah and yeah. then a team raw men's women's and team Smackdown women's that would be very rather nice. than the traditional Survivor Series matches and I think it'd be good because even if you don't put anything on the line the fact that this is in that style of match rather than the threshold five one five ups the ante a little. Oh, bit. it really does. And I'm pretty sure knowing
1: like knowing how Triple H has been operating, I'm pretty sure we'll get at least one or two traditional Survivor Series matches, but they'll be good. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll only have for want of a better way of putting it, they'll only have assholes or nabdies in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Like I love the way like the Survivor Series matches used to be like no mm-hmm. new genera but yeah. like, like the heart of like you know WWE's its high water point mm-hmm. kind of level when even the five on fives had storylines within the fucking five on five. You yeah. know, like like one guy had a beef with this guy and. You know, like, there was storyline story upon storyline upon storyline. It was always stacked. It was always interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's something the WWE has not been for the longest fucking times. Yeah. And now I'm sitting there, I'm watching it. I'm gripped. I'm, I'm as interested in that as I am in Impact, mm-hmm. which is immense. <laughs> you know, it's, it's phenomenal to me. Because, you know, and you're the same, we love Impact. But it's uh-huh. good that we can enjoy Impact as much as... Well, enjoy WWE as much as we enjoy Impact, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just a phenomenal thing.
0: Well, let's go back to, to Impact. Like I said, we were talking about like, the kind of crossover between, like, potential between Ring of War and, and uh, Impact, which I think would be pretty cool. They see everything. And uh, there's going to be some crossover with New Japan continuing because um, there's some New Japan talent showing up at the... Uh, well, the had Kushida coming in, but also at uh, this upcoming August taping on one night, the first night, there is a machine... There is a... But Good Brother versus Honor No More mm. match, which I think is that's where they're going to lose the titles. Because they put for a match on the second night against the Machine Guns, which is billed as non-title. <laughs> I like, like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to lose the titles on that first night. I think they will. <laughs> but on the first night, you have a team called Aussie Open come in. Uh, they're an Australian team, but they've been working with New Japan. Like, on their New Japan's US show Strong, they just want to turn and become that show's first ever tag team champions. Pretty cool. Yeah, they're, they're big names in, like the UK scene as well and they're part of a New Japan faction called the United Empire <laughs> <laughs> and leader well lost. Axis powers. <laughs> they lead, they've got guys from all over like TJP's in the faction. He and uh, an Italian wrestler called Franz, Francisco Akira who's only like 22 years old just won the junior tag belts over in New Japan Ooh. and only like after only a handful of like times they ever actually teamed together. Uh, you he got Will Osprey who's English uh, wrestling and he's the leader of the group and Recently, they like Ozzy Open and Will Osprey were on Dynamite the other night, and they beat Pac and the Lucha Bros in that yeah. part of that trio's tag title. To him. I
1: seen a I seen like a little AEW clip where um, I don't know how relevant this is to what you're saying, but Pac was outside the ring and he's seen some dick with a bag <laughs> over his head. Yeah, oh, and yeah. he took it off, and it wasn't the guy he thought it was, but yeah. then the guy he thought it was beat him up.
0: Yeah, it was an English called Kip Sapien, ah, right. He's been out for, for ages and
1: getting him. <laughs> <laughs> Kip Sabian. Hey, Kip. <laughs> but, uh, that means
0: Osprey and Ozzy up next in the they are go going to be fighting Kenny Omega in the Bucks. And Osprey's been talking some shit in real life about Kenny Omega because uh, Osprey's got this match called the Head and Blade, which is a proper like, forearm of the, nah, the heads, right? But, but oomph. And The first time he did it, he did, he did it a bit too hard. So it took him a while to know how hard he did it. And he had it on Kota Bush, who's a good pal of Kenny Omega's at risk, Kingdom 13. And he accidentally kinkusts <laughs> a and that was also Kenny Omega's last night in New Japan. So he wanted a be bear there with him because they're good pals. And he said basically, basically, called, basically called Omega. He goes, yeah, he got all pissy because a couldn't be out there with him. Like, you know, he's just a little bitch to be honest with you. <laughs> anyway, it's no secret, it's no coincidence that Kenny Omega took a prolonged break in AEW, and I suddenly start they start asking me to come along, mm. and then they're going to using that. And then there was a thing from Dynamite going up there where Kenny Omega was just running down Will Osprey like. You're meant to be a guy fell my shoes when he yeah. d- when I left New Japan like I shouldn't have let you fill my shoes when you're clearly not out of diapers yet. i mm. was <laughs> like oh, and then like, you got Ozzy Open basically trying to hold them. I don't know how much of that was like put on for the cat or how much was genuine. But Ozzy Open basically holding them, holding them back. Yeah. Oh, Well, also recently injured somebody again a couple months ago. He's been doing it at the front as well, the hidden blade, and yeah, and the rest, his he wrist and, and accidentally fucking fucked the guy's orbital bone up a little bit. Uh. But he's not. He's not. Somebody just like like once every couple of years he fucks somebody up. Did he, did he make the man wear a, a Phantom of the Opera style mask that The Undertaker had to do when Mabel sat on his head? Weirdly, Sonata wears up a mask coming to the ring and then takes it off. So I was done my pal, pal Grant who I talk about New Japan with, I said, I, will, I wanted them to come out with a modified version of that mask to wrestle in. That'd him, but, be kind but sadly cool. that didn't happen. Yeah. It's sad. Sonata ironically uh, in twenty fourteen had a little running impact and he got he got a rerun's X Division champion out of it as well. Did he? He did. Huh. So good for him. Well oh. Golf clap for you <laughs> <laughs> But uh, subtle, quiet and polite clap. <laughs> but yeah, so Ozzy okay, coming in strong open way, cool great belts. They got blue strap with silver kind of plating on it. Mm. Don't think don't think the match is for those belts, but it would be cool if it was. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be cool to see them. The like, like, finisher used to be called the Fidget Spinner, I don't think it's called that now, I don't know what it's called now, but it's like kind of a... They kind of have the guy up on the door, like, they kind of got hold hold these lights and got around and then just... Yeah. <laughs> it almost looks like a double-team version of Kenny Omega's finisher, almost. okay. Double-team, one-winged angel, a yeah. two-winged angel. Basically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just an angel, basically. Angel drop! <laughs> it's, it's hard to describe, you'd have to like, see it for yourself uh, to, to know. Oh, you see it. Uh, you had to be, there. <laughs> <laughs> so I like telling like that coming in, we had Honor No More, like I said, fighting uh, Bullock we had Good yes. Brothers, uh, Ace, Crispy and Nicolio and everything in the team. And it was just a big old brawl. Big we, old scrimmage. Yes. They went into the crowd. <clears throat> uh, what did you think of this venue? I don't know if we talked about that.
1: I like the venue. I I loved, <laughs> the, I've got to be, Perfectly honestly, I will lack some article about this match till the fucking cows come home. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I know you thought it was a little bit of a clusterfuck. A bit hard to follow at points. You know, a little bit of a clusterfuck, but, you know, the fact that Impact were putting on a match like that, (laughs) and they were going into the crowd, and it was (laughs) hard-hitting shit, and that spot between the big LG and PCO and PCO just got launched off of fucking top level.
0: I mean, went through the deal, but you can hear like the but you don't see it. you just see crowd and you see them and, you, and you see PCO falling. And- yeah, you didn't see PCO after that.
1: You didn't even <laughs> see him after we were get we were celebrating and the win. That's
0: what I was saying because like he was a big part of the whole thing that he you don't <laughs> all of a sudden don't trust PCO and then he just even in <laughs> the thing and like. Like I said to you before the selling, like, yeah, yeah, we won. Where's PCO? Don't know, fuck him. Yeah, hey, we
1: won. He's over there, he's not got up yet. Is he dead? I don't nah, know. Nah, he's fine. He'll, He'll walk it off. He'll walk it off. Vincent, go fix him. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I just fixed him. Just fixed it for fuck's sake. You got any duct tape? Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. No, but I, I loved that I loved it oh, I loved it in ring, I loved the ring side, I loved the through the crowd, that was that was great. I loved that. It was just it was good to see Impact do that little bit more. Yeah. You know, and it was it was just tasty, man. <laughs> it was really good. I loved it.
0: I think like so Stephen and Benning get a tad title shot, which they've got yeah, again yeah. I think they're gonna win the belts uh, as much as us. much as it
1: disappoints me. I think you, I think you're right, and I hate the fact that it disappoints me because I used to not like <laughs> the Good Brothers. Now I love the fuckers, man.
0: Like, but the thing is, uh, with this match, like, going out, the reason I thought they were gonna lose, cause, like, they lost that Slam version, which I think we all knew was gonna happen. Then they had the match against the Bullock; they lost, and then there was again the whole thing of them being annoyed at PC. So I thought, like, it felt like what they were wanting to get out of them for from a from Impact Wrestling it really kind of run its course Yeah. so I thought well they're going to wrap up oh no they're, they're still going and what well, I think it would be cool as I said before have Eddie World Champion uh, Kingdom OGK as they're called when the die tilts oh, yeah. and I don't even think because like Victory Road's like two weeks before I believe it's the 27th I want to say yeah. um, uh, which is why I think the Good Brothers are going to no, know we have to two days before that there's an there's a show in Japan Big, and Carl Anderson is never champion has got a big title defence over there for that belt which he's put a big Bullet Club logo over the main but this is yeah. it pretty cool but, so do you think uh, so, so, sorry sorry oh, no, no, sorry, point. Sorry, I think, sorry I think a cool way to kind of tie this in if i really not make Victory Road seem filler in any way, yeah. is to like say get Josh Alexander and a couple of partners say machine guns get a title shot at Benford Glory right yeah and in the case of them we all no more made up of Taven Bennett and Edwards and you can make it make it a case of like okay, winners of this trios match get to decide the stipulations for their respective matches. So if no more win and Jamie and Bennett decide the, the stipulations of the tie match, and Eddie dictates what the stipulation is for the main event. Mm. I think it's a cool way to add drama because you never know what they might might choose, because you'd assume that Josh will pick some stipulation that means that, oh, no or no more involvement or whatever. But Eddie will choose some sort of like no DQ thing, which means that he can have interference <laughs> to help mm. them in the match. So I think that'd be a good cool thing, because you know, I assume that's what victory will mainly be, kind of things to set to see no one contender-wise yeah. for going two weeks later. <laughs> so you were going to say something, I think we Oh no, I've,
1: yeah. I've, 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 the point is mute now, it's gone. <laughs> it's done. gone. But you know what, it was... <laughs> I can accept the point being gone because your point was a so good, Scott. Thank you, thank you. Bro. So I, I will accept I will accept
0: my loss of a point. So the good thing about Guru spending spend more time recently in uh New Japan is they do these things do, instead of backstage where they do backstage comments and throw this big like uh, screen with all the new Japan mm. logos and sponsors. Yeah, you guys get comments. And basically good brothers are being able to get let loose on these kind of backstage, <laughs> backstage comments. They were in a my <laughs> <a laughs> match against a comedy wrestler called Toriano who hit both the brothers in the balls right now mm. at the end of the match. In case you could get Kevin Kelly on commentary, always acts like he can't see him cheating, but he'll call it. He'll like whatever Toriano low blow. I'm like, hey, my monitor went out. What happened? What do you mean a low blow? But anyway, they go backstage and they're sharing. They're like, he hit me in the balls. He hit me in my very small balls. And Carl like, went Yano, do you not know that the big LT is very sensitive about his ever shrieking scrotum? It's ever-shrinking scrotum. And then they recently came over for the last few days of the G1 uh, tournament because they do these like pre-show like, or like, early card matches. And on the final night, like, they had a two-on-two match. And they said on commentary, this is the first time those two had a two-on-two match in, a new, in new Japan, in a Japan ring, wow. since February of 2016. Christ. Yeah. That's a, that's a while ago now. That, that's a long, long time. I'd say a while ago. Yeah, And then also they got... The, and annual tag team tournament it goes from like mid to late November to mid December. So I'm assuming Big that would win that, and maybe they'll win it because the first time they properly teamed together was in the 2013 World Tag League, and they won that as well. And then they went on to win the first of what would be three IWGP Tag Titles. So now they're nice. three time IWGP Tag and they're three time Impact champs as well. Good for them. Again, golf club for them. Well done. See, that's why again the like to see them over and 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 Ring of Honor as well. Because he keeps saying, oh, it's one belt, the Empire belts are one belt, so you're not seen, add, add. you've not had the Ring of Honor belts, so <laughs> go, go do that. Go go, do that. go on, go do that. <laughs> then you can say, then I will believe that you've won all the belts that, you, mm-hmm. that you've that you set out to win. So yeah, Good Brothers, again, maybe splitting their time, but still a big part of the belt. The belt club's still got big friends in, in New Japan right now, mm-hmm. and I don't know more, I like guess, they're sticking around, but... Also, in the main event, we had George, Hedden, and he beat Alex like we thought he would, but like nearly half an hour. I think they got on this match. And what a, what match. a match! What a match!
1: Yes. <laughs> I love how we both said that. Yeah. was saying that what a phenomenal match. Because
0: like there are two matches in the pre-show on the half-hour pre-show, which I said to my brother like. How can WWE nowadays like one of the complaints right now with pre-shows is they don't even bother picking matches on them now. Yeah. Get, like an hour of talking and video packing, which you'll get on the main show yeah, anyway. Yeah. So like, how can you have? No matches on an hour-long pre or this is just me, he had two nights of two pre-shows, no matches, and yet in a half an hour, Impact can put two title matches on a half-hour pre yeah. but on And meeting, what, do
1: we, what do we get on WWE? We get Booker T sitting there with his Whoopi Goldberg hair, talking shit.
0: Gerald acting like he still has an opinion worth hearing and in no, and no
1: one listens to him. No, he doesn't. Well, and, it, and JBL sitting there on occasion going,
0: huh,
1: well... <laughs> Like, but, that's your contribution, man. Cool.
0: You know, like, seven matches on the main show of this uh, Impact Plus special, all of which got a significant computer time. Most of them got around at least at least 12 or so minutes. The Multiman tag got uh, 15 minutes, 13 minutes, and 25 is what the Jordan got Miriam match got. This mm-hmm. match, Alex Del uh Josh Alexander, 27 and a half minutes. Like wow. I said, nearly half. Or they went out there... It was very submission based. We you forget Alex Shelley's got that border city. Yeah, it looks yeah. very, very uh, really Rings of siren esque Yeah, thought. very,
1: like, very um, ground and pounds kind of match. You know, but it was great.
0: <laughs> I was especially like, because before this, because I was catching up on some pets I hadn't seen, it, and I watched in full that contract signing that mm, they had. Mm. And I was like, I, I don't want Alex Shelley's best. I need him better than his best because if Alex Shelley's best was enough, you would have won a world title by now. Oh, no, I know. I was like you. Cheeky bastard. And he's talking about, like, and Alex said, like, you're just another Alex Shelley wannabe. He goes, I'll leave you with something, because since I'm going to take it I'll leave you with this. He sends a contract and gives it back to him, like, there's your Alex Shelley autograph, Josh. Yeah. Like, oh fucking sassy. When I watched that promo, at that point, it was like, Shelley's got a chance.
1: I know. And that's the one thing, Impact always managed. Yeah. Like, always manage. Even if you get to the end of the match, and you go, oh, well, what, what was going to happen, happened. Mm-hmm. Before the finish of that match happens, during contract signings, during the match, whatever, you don't know who's going to win.
0: This is his first even th- even if you know. Yeah, this Lee's first defence that I've thought he could lose, or and even then there's a small part of me right there, somewhere in the back of the head, that partially was the first one I maybe wanted him to lose, him because like it's just like, I love, you love Josh, you love investing and following everything that he did yeah. to get to this point. But uh, the Shelley, Shelley story that he told with him um, against anybody else, if they had fucking Miss Dillis champion, you'd be 100% behind jo- Alex Shelley. Yeah. But because you've got another face, you've got someone like Josh, who yeah. again is also a fan face. You're good, like, I don't know. Why can't you both have world titles? <laughs> <laughs> I like you. And then like they were doing what each other, their own submissions, and then I think Alex tried to get their ankle looking, and then Josh was going for the Border City mm. Strip. I was like, back four back and and then eventually, boom, that's four fucking spike. Yeah. And and he,
1: do you know when he delivered that, I thought it looked kind of funky because he fell into it. Yeah. As opposed to just, mm-hmm. you know, dropped him.
0: Yeah, I think it was a case of like, I, I can't just, a foot forward to do the full step, just like, do it, no messing around. Because like, at this point he's been taken probably to the limit by Alex yeah, Shelley. You yeah. need to keep him fucking down. And <laughs> just, stay fucking down. I don't. So yeah, I mean, yeah yeah, you feel for for Alex Shelley in this. They took their time in the first five or so minutes. I thought okay, doing you know? it, and then once they ramped up, you really yeah. you were really invested. I was I was every near fall, I was there for it. Mm-hmm. I was really there for it, and I it about Josh, I know some people in the sentiment would as kind of turn on because I think he's got one real standout right here. I represent Empire Wrestling, I am face of Empire Wrestling and everything, so maybe him losing the belt it would help him in a way against Edwards, but I do think those fans who are kind of getting a bit sick of him, don't take his, him being an Impact right now for granted because I think it's been one time the last couple of years, you never know when something might suddenly boom, just be gone from Impact, so don't, don't take this thing for granted because you never know how long we're going to have. But it's as dedicated I know he said he signed him all year deal, but Things a lot can happen. Things change priorities for some people. Change. You never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's around the biscuit tin. The biscuit tin. Yes. Hopefully, more biscuits. You'd hope. I don't
1: even have a tin. <laughs> no.
0: so you don't even have biscuits. No. No biscuits. What did you mention? Biscuits? You no, biscuits. No biscuits. No booze. No women. <laughs> Honey, oh. women.
1: Men. <laughs> booze. Biscuits. Women. And more biscuits.
0: <laughs> anyway, but again, the rest of the show. You had uh, ton of machine guns yet. They've been teaming with Alex and other old partner, uh, Kushida against VVD. Mm. Um, I don't know why. Like, but like, it's more of a hindsight thing where I look back and I'm thinking, why? How did I not see that VVD were obviously going to win? <laughs> I mean, I love, I love Kushida and everything. Nope. Six-time IWGP junior champ, I think it is. Aye. Two-time tag champ.
1: loved, loved Kushida.
0: Put up with boring ass.
1: <laughs> but, come on. <laughs> where, where are they are only going to beat EY?
0: The weird thing is <coughs> that he's, like, he's back to the future, guy okay, that uh, uh, Kushida is going to Weirdly, is more popular and up to the west than it is in Japan. Even though he's a popular in Japan, it's not for that look. That look for yeah. I think it's just for his matches. And legit got a bit of an MMA background as well. I think he was undefeated as well. Yeah. I mean, he only had like a handful of fights, but they were either wins for him or draws. That would probably explain why it wasn't him that took the finish. Yeah, because like he does that Kimura look where obviously a lot of people may have seen like people like Brock Lesnar when that's a legit like MMA hold. So yeah. He does it like the, the hoverboard look. <laughs> <laughs> like, and because he's like so much smaller than most of the opponents, the way he can flip around and catch you wait, and mm. then bring you in. I've think <laughs> I see, I got the chance to see Kishida live in 2019, which I was very happy yeah. about. Where did you see him? I see him at ICW, so he's kind of a last minute thing. Like okay. last minute, like, hey look, yeah. you know, Kushida? Cause he was still in X- NXT at the time, but because ICW had that relationship with W B and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, they managed to get him in at the last minute and he was in the main event spot, he won as well because, well, he's a WB guy, of course he wasn't going to lose. Yeah. But he came in and I was very happy and he's going back after the junior team in Japan, he's fighting a guy who's in book called Taiji Ishimori. Yeah. who is one of the guys in one of his last matches he lost the junior belt uh, to Ishimura in his initial run so kind of put him over one of the new guys in the division when he left and now he's back and he said in one way or another i want to be with new japan for the rest of my career so he's like now i'm back to fight you again for that belt hmm. so
1: thank you so was he known as Kushida when he was in the, de- uh, yeah. the
0: WWE, yeah. yeah yeah, he's one of the few people who they never fought at any point to change his name and thankfully he got out of there before <laughs> cool. before they thought to change his name. Cool. Yeah, like I said, Eric Young coming out, I like the wee thing between him and Diener and, and uh, like, what the hell are you guys do, like, basically berating them for going after Josh when he wasn't yeah. there. Like, oh, Well, we thought this is what you wanted. Like, no, I said, I told you, if anyone's going to take that belt from Josh, it's going to be me. Basically, <laughs> like, no, I'm well champ. you guys can fight for the tag belts, whatever, but I'm the main... I'm the main guy in this group and don't you fucking forget it. I'm, I'm the man. I'm the designer, as he said. Yes. <laughs> don't fuck. We also, like I said, we had, uh, what mentioned you Van mention? Bandido and Rehorse Horsen that AAA showcase.
1: That was man. phenomenal. Not, I mean, like I say, I was watching that match a little drunk, a little high <laughs> and when Bandido... Your default setting, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I was in default. <laughs> but when he lifted him off that turnbuckle with one hand... I was tapping Brian on the shoulder. I was like, look, look what he did. He did an, an amazing thing.
0: And I can never remember the name of Bandido's friendship, but the one he won with where his points been over near the ropes, he flips it over and bounces mm. his legs off the ropes, a big German soup. Yeah,
1: yeah, I love that move.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Bandido. Uh,
1: he tried he tried to pull that off like several times during the match, didn't <laughs> get fucking it, and then he finally gets it, and you're like, boom. Yeah, the were
0: a where I thought, like, oh, I didn't look too gross, but like, you think of this day, all these kind of guys in guys and tripling that wrestling that literally regressed. Yeah, a style. yeah. How I obtain how a lot of it relies on jumping on the ropes, which can, as people said, are very slippery. You can you can easily slip on them. So, like I said, I've never stepped. I've never I've stepped in a ring, but kind of casually because I was having to be. I was looking to be an extra in a film where yeah. there was a a wrestling scene in it. Did you
1: step in the ring and go up to the rope and go?
0: No, I got ah. to get, I got to step in the ring and. Before one of the guys, my father's wife, who was around, I was impressed by the way I got in because I was kind of leaning on it. <laughs> I just pulled myself up, leaned in, hey, I'm up the rope. Nice. Ropes, I found, are not as easy to pull down as you may think. No, they're very hard. Yeah. Very so, hard. trying to get in, I basically got told I was going in, mind you, boss, as you went uh, <laughs> to <through> the rope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, like, I've been in a way, but i not actually ever trained to be a wrestler, so I can't really. I'm trying my yeah. best not to judge You know the Have you this. ever tried to be a manager? No, they feel like a. Or a, I or a valet. Like, I feel like I'd make a good one, Manager, maybe not valet. <laughs> no, I don't think you. I don't think you would suit the dress. <laughs> I can cut down. I like Pat Patterson, size six,
1: maybe. Yeah, but no, man. Don't <laughs> don't do that to yourself or anyone else.
0: <laughs> anyway, the world could the world couldn't take it. I want to see more Benji do and about he was in the sixth way as well. Yeah. By extension, he was kind of lose least because of how new he was, but like, yeah. Oh wow! Well, I'm I'm seeing this to impact right now because I know Scott tomorrow. This yeah, he does. He loves us. Hey Scott, <laughs> but hey Scott, hi. We <laughs> <But, hey, Billy>. like <laughs> Scott the War Bandito, Mike Bailey, exhibition title, Book it, you cowards! Yes, yeah, bitches. Book it because Mike. Because then he he fought, off, uh, book it. He book fought it off. He fought off Jack Evans in a solid match. Yeah. Again, he's managed to make that Ultima of that flip into the knees. Uh, come out of nowhere, and not again. Always looks so shocked when he when he wins. What's he going to? What face he going to pull when he eventually loses that bill Yes, he's going to look like Macaulay Culkin.
1: Went, oh no, I no longer have the prestige. <laughs> oh no, I I am shamed. I am wounded. Yes,
0: he was standing there in the ring going. Uh, uh. What did you think of the whole thing with Steve MacLean and ben, and? Uh, Sammy Cullen, because there may be the second match on the show and they brought to the crew Then they interrupted later on a, a missed interview and they were going through the crew. No, well, actually, there's a thing with Kenny King. He was in the yeah. ring. Then they run through it and he's like, hey, I'm in the ring here. I liked the fucked up
1: build towards it Yeah. and I liked the ending of it for two reasons. Mm-hmm. I loved that Sammy won and I loved that even though Macklin got beat, he was no pussy, man. He, he was fucking zip tied yeah. at the back and ready to get smacked in the
0: skull. Mm. And he just spat blood on Sammy and went, "Fuck you." I think I, think was, I really thought he was going to win that match. Well, like I I showed show that other than the main event, yeah. I, I know fuck all about the big practices Don't, of don't it back you think wrestling. like
1: where Sammy's like fucking the him in the, middle of the face? Like you want a war, you got a war, bitch. And um, he's like, "Fuck you!" And boom, like done. Uh,
0: I really think this is a big, like, kind of test for him. Like, he's not going to lose, but, like, look how much of a fucking badass this guy can be. Oh, totally. And I think we talked about it, We didn't seem too optimistic about it, you know, kind of continuing. But, you know, as long as it, at least at some point towards the end, the gets, like, a showcase win, once again, eventually sets him up for title contendership. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm happy with that. Because, hell, there's nothing to say he has to go in the world title team very right week. because I know Josh... He's in an to him and but he can go back after the X Division belt. Oh, I, know we're, yeah, I remember, I yeah. we were so certain he was going to beat Trey, but he didn't. Yeah, uh, but he could, he could yeah, easily didn't. beat Mike Bailey.
1: He should have beat Trey. Yeah, he's you know, Trey. Trey, nobody likes you, Trey. <laughs> nobody likes you. Everybody else Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, physically in ring, he is, he is yeah yeah, here. Yeah. But character-wise, he's uh, done yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> You know he's like the thing you you wipe your feet on as you step in your house. <laughs> he's shit. Not you're, as a wrestler.
0: You wipe your feet on shit before you enter the house. Well, you wipe <laughs> your feet on a crappy mat, don't you? <laughs> well, clean. Get a clean. Don't wipe it on the seat. You're gonna drag shit into the house. Oh, you're ruining my whole point. You you ruined your own point. Oh, shut up. You shut up. <laughs> you shut up. Oh, shut up. Hi, Scott. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one one, one more match to talk about. Uh, from the show, and I think this is the best match. i have not just seeing a in impact, but just in to- in general. And I talk about Mia Yim. You oh yes. Because wasn't wasn't too sold on Mia Yim for the most part. I don't think Mia yeah, Yim. Yeah. Uh, and then she lost uh, during the okay, music So they got 13 and a half minutes. Very soldy, mm. and stuff they were doing off the top. Oh, the big, the big sunset clips yeah, and yeah, things like
1: that. that was and and <laughs> Jordan didn't drop anyone. Yeah. Or clumsily hold them up and go, "Oh no, what have I got to do?
0: Do I do I do I injure them? Okay, I will do it." Yeah, oh. Mia Yim kicking the muscle buster. she had her finisher, which I can't remember the name of. It's called it's called Mia Yim's finisher. Yeah, someone should just do that for their finisher. What is it called? Insert name finisher. Yes. Uh, what 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 do you call your finisher? called my financial <laughs> or or a barrier you should say What what's, what's the move called the move with no name <laughs> so what, what's that move called mm-hmm. move has no name it is just move it win matches last last of
1: you should name move win matches move
0: <laughs> and then when someone kicks out you sh- I'm shocked this move win matches win move did not win match <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no move did not win match Very sad. Why why are we sounding like weird Russian people? Because we like Masha Slamovich. Yes,
0: and she came out and she's probably (laughs) going to kill... you got the battle of the Musclebuster and the Grave Driver against her weird version of the Snowplow. But she shouldn't be called the Snowplow when she uses She should have a better, more badass name for it. The Russian Snowplow. (laughs) Whatever Snowplow is in Russian, call it that. The Soviet Spike. In Soviet Russia, Snowplows you... (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 in soviet russia car forks you i'm really getting sick of this thing <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah we have so, so yeah man should be set out Similarly, maybe it's for great if i jordan for the tale we have probably Betty and bear are going to better, gonna walk in as tight gents eddie v uh joe uh i believe I'm assuming they'll bring back the call your shot, gone, well, that's usually a guarantee. Probably something with Macklin and, and Sammy and everything. So, Sammy will win that, you know. Yeah. Call your shot. Could it be. Maybe, maybe I
1: Macklin. I mean, won. Uh,
0: mm, Macklin. Mm. Well, I think all of them are in the 10th but yeah, I could see. Macklin that, or Sammy again? Yeah, I don't miss the one before. Macklin, I think it could definitely be a contender. If he, if he
1: wasn't gone, Morrissey would win it. Yeah. Why did you go? I
0: don't. <laughs> I really think in terms of machine guns. If you want to see containers, I really think a cool push as a tag team for Crispy and Ace Austin. Yeah. Would be cool.
1: That'd be cool. I'd get to see more of them, mm-hmm. especially more of Ace Austin. <laughs> I like him. Ace of Bay. That's what you call him. <laughs> I just call him hot. <laughs>
0: that's what I call him. He's just tasty. Him, <laughs> inevitable finesse. That's what you call him. Or is that their finisher name? That's what their finisher should be. If they had one, like a tight team finisher. I don't know what their tight team finisher would be. That'd be a great name for a were all yeah. inevitable finesse. I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Or the. You hip- get a golf clap. Well, because oh, it's called the Art Finesse, this isn't as good. The Art of Inevitability. That's not too complicated, it's too wordy. Too many syllables, in that. Art of Inevitability. <laughs> that sounds like a weird art house film, doesn't it? A-O-E. <laughs> yeah. A-O-E, Art of Inevitability. Not to be confused with the A-O-P, those are people who run wrestling promotions that that'd don't even a run shows. That'd be a good name for their fucking team. A-O-E. A-O-E, yeah, that'd
1: be great. Art good. of Inevitability. Mm. These yeah, people who go, Ooh, it's mysterious and kind of cool,
0: and look at their cute butts. Like... Well, I would. Well, Art of Inevitability, like I said, also sounds like a weird art heart film. Like, ooh, it's in black and white. Nothing happens until the last ten has, but you must watch it of the must watch films of the year. Oh, yes. yes but you, yes. then you, a normal person would go see it and be like Bernard when he goes to some and, and doesn't realise it. shit. Like, went to see <laughs> this boring film and nothing happens for two hours. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. It's finished. Everyone looks pissed. <laughs> and I remember watching when I had stand-ups with Dylan Moore and like he'd be like, I woke up one of those friends, he's always up in the... <laughs> He's always talking to me about this new show to watch. Like, oh, you need to watch this new Finnish drama. You know, <laughs> it's entirely in entirely in Finnish, and you should have three, three detectives on a hut and a frozen lake. <laughs> Two of them are speaking to remember each other. The other one's bipolar. <laughs> but you need to watch it in its original language, otherwise you lose all the nuance. <laughs> like he's one of those people. <laughs> yeah, I don't like those people.
1: <laughs> anyway. You <laughs> but, you lose all the nuance if you can if you can actually understand it.
0: Well, usually they have subtitles. My mum and dad are always bit of those subtitled detective-y dramas things.
1: Oh yeah, subtitles. Yeah. But if you didn't have any subtitles, you'd be like, what the fuck is happening?
0: <laughs> so anyway, that thing that can go covers Impact and everything, we have to prefer a fair bit to FIV as well, but... Woot, woot, how do you like that? Anyway, we don't know all what's going to because we know these teams are coming up in a week shortly and we don't know anything confirmed for Victory Road, but, but next time we talk about Impact, we're hoping to do an episode run about a week or so ahead of Burnford <clears throat>, for Glory. Thank you, so that we can you know do some actual predictions for the show and have a clear picture of what we think may actually happen. Sammy Callahan will win everything, except for the World so That might be won by Eddie where, but then Sammy can win it from him, and yes. then he'll have everything. And then there will there will be much rejoicing and
1: craziness. Yeah. Because. Madman Fulton will come back. Yeah, I have no idea where the fuck he is. Jake something will come back. You bought.
0: That's a shame.
1: Hmm. I mean, Fulton would be a good team.
0: Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, that is Impact Wrestling. We thank you for, for listening. Sorry, it took several days, as we said before. You know. Perfection takes time, people. Yes, yes, it does. But we we don't really know what perfection is, but we're
1: sure it takes time too.
0: One one of these days, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out perfection is, and then we will we will try it. And if it takes several days, then fair enough. So be it. Uh,
1: if it takes more than several days, we we'll may just leave it
0: alone. Yeah, it's not worth <laughs> it. we perfection, but not that much. We will, but we will, It's not perfection. Perfection, but we have a lot of other shows that you can check out, and hopefully they'll be good enough for you guys to listen to. Yep. If you're looking for more stuff in your ears, if you like a if you enjoy going on regular long walks or you have long drives, listen to some of these shows to help pass the time. Yeah. Especially given that most of the shows we do end up going at least longer than they should be. Yeah, because so we we talk a lot. Time will fly before you even know it. <laughs> I will finish this show before you sign
1: off with a Bramble Sweetie.
0: Once again, Paul's trying to get people to sponsor this. So it's not happening.
1: No, I'm just saying I enjoy Bramble Sweeties. I am a, I am a, no this today. I'm just eating a Bramble-tasting Sweetie. Hmm.
0: But we have other shows like here. We have a recent episode of Frasier that went up. And we have other shows. <laughs> we have uh, our Rogue Wards Mad Review on Rogue Opinions. This uh-huh. show is also available on Rogue Opinions and our own feed, both uh-huh. wherever you can get your podcast. We have a recent episode. I think we're about to continue hearing this. We've done our King of the Rings show, and I think the following episodes of Mad should be out with well, another one, hopefully, to follow as we're hot on the trail Towards Philly, loaded two thousand hot on the trail. Hot on the trail. What a time to be watching the WF and the year two thousand, and seemingly a good time to be watching it now. As seemingly, you know, it's becoming popular again. Not remind as not as crossover as as in two thousand. But fingers yeah, crossed. Remind though. me again. Um, second last or last? We're doing next. From the fully
1: loaded. Oh no, we still got like three episodes before fully loaded. No, I'm saying when we get to the fully loaded,
0: will that be where? Will that be the last
1: of the fully Loaded? or no that, the no, last? no? that
0: is the last of the fully Loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they only ever did three. So they were going to do one two thousand one. Then oh, we have WCW. But let's do let's do it now what do we call it? invasion. <laughs> What's it about? It's about an invasion. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> ah ah! He said it. <laughs> <laughs> But you can also keep up with what we're doing uh, at SB Rambling on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash Ram Pogos or on Roger Rogue and underscore Rogue on, on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and Instagram. Instagram as well. Oof, oof, how do you like that? Yes. Not <laughs> 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 trying to make that happen. It's not happening. It did because I just did it. Uh, coming up soon, we'll have our retrospective about the European Tale. Finally, going to finish that off and we've got some other ideas coming out soon more expected as we round out 2022, some very interesting ones I'm not telling you what they are just yet so there we go and we thank you for joining and Paul, who on the Impact roster, whose theme song should we play out with? Sammy's we've done Sammy's a bunch of times okay, Macklin's okay then don't remember what his sounds like, but okay. That's what. That's why it will be a surprise to you two. It's a surprise to me at time of recording, but by the time you hear this, I will already know. And you're about to know right now. So till next time, enjoy Steam, Mac and Steam. Bye-bye. Bye.